from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto. Oh, Yes. And Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. This is Chain Smoker. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carver. This is Ed You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Roz. Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast. Powered by Air Transat. I went and saw Aquaman. Oh, nice. So did I. In uh, 4DX. Oh. Okay. Let me tell you something. That's too many Ds. No. Okay? I can take... You can't handle that many Ds? I can take two Ds, Uh right? I can sometimes, sometimes I can take three Ds, Uh right? But I can't take four D. Too much. Like, like it's too much D. Yeah. Right? Like, 3D for me is enough of a distraction where I realize what's going on and I do get a little uncomfortable. Sure. Right? You know me. I'm comfortable with 2D. Yeah. That's all I need. If there, was such a thing as a, if there was such a thing as 1D, Maury's the only 1D thing in my life. Right? <laughs> right? But if there was such a thing as enjoying a movie in 1D, I would do that. Yeah. Right? But there's not. So 2D, I can handle. Uh, I can handle 3D. I'm all 3D. Right? But 4Ds is... I can't wait. Too many Ds. Because it's like from the front and the side. It's everything. <laughs> right? Like... Come There are... There's too many Ds so around you. we have to explain this, though. 4DX is like you're on a roller coaster. Right? I There were so, so many dimensions to this. I'm falling off my chair. Right? Because Cineplex... Uh, as a theater now, where oh God, the screen, so, crazy. so you, not only do you have the screen traditional in yeah, front of you, but yeah. then there's a screen to your left and oh, to your right. Oh, I didn't right. have that. Oh, you didn't have that one? No, 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 no. You're in a, you're in a chair and it's roller coasters. So it, oh, it starts. Oh, the, the seats that are like moving and stuff. Yeah, but then it also sprays that. water in your face. Yes, and I it, watched and uh, it, Star Wars like And that. I'm telling you, it's like Aquaman's in a fight, right? And then the back of your chair Starts punching you. Starts rumbling. Right. Yeah. You start getting D's in the back. Yeah. It's right. Great. I love so, it. So like there's just dimensions everywhere. So when you're in the four D seat, you get D in the front, you get D in the back. Yeah. Right? And then one D turns you one way, another D flips you another way. Sure. All that Smoke action. Starts filling in the room. Water. Strobe lights start going. Like you get beat up. Sounds like a party. That doesn't sound like a party. Too many D's. I can hand two D is my optimum, right? No. Three D is still a little distracting, you but I can handle see, it. No. Four D, too many D's. You need to see the new screens where it's no. in front of you and on the left and right. So there's D's everywhere. No, no. No. I'm not I'm not I'm I'm not man enough for that many D's. It's too many. It's too many. I was physically hurt when I left that theater. Like really? I was I was in pain. So what? Like just for the time being? <laughs> like no more D's? No more D's. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. The six weird things we do but we don't talk about. Oh. And normally I wouldn't dip Only into something six. like this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, normally I wouldn't dip into something like this, but number one is straight up me, like 100%. So let me, let me start at... Look uh, in the mirror? No. When you sit down in front of the TV to eat. Yeah. Okay. 
do you ever delay eating until you found like the perfect thing to watch? All, all the time. time. <laughs> <laughs> Jinx, you owe me a beer. Yo, all the time. Right? Yes. Kim, are you going to be okay more? Yeah, but that's so true. <laughs> yeah, for sure. When I sit on the couch and if I have a plate of food with me, yeah. I will actually t- place it on the actual couch, the yeah. plate, and I will scroll through Netflix, YouTube, regular TV, just to figure out exactly what I want to watch, and then I will start that thing, and then pick up the plate and eat. And even if the the food is cold, whatevs, I found the perfect thing to watch. Dude, if I have a show coming on at 8 o'clock and I have to reheat something, I know that the reheat function on my microwave takes four minutes. So I will hit start on the microwave at 7.56, so it's done at eight, and I walk out of the kitchen into the living room, sit down, and start eating. Like you, know, you can pause timed. your TV now. I don't mess around with that more. Bro, that is like next level. <laughs> okay, so we've all done that. Eighty-two percent of people said yes. Yeah. Uh, before you use the bathroom, do you check behind the shower curtain to make sure that there's nobody in there spying on you or ready to kill you? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, no. Don't tell me how, how many people do that. Thirty-seven percent of people do that. What? But okay. I snake check. I snake check. I was just gonna say that snake checking is very important. I don't think that there's somebody in my uh, in my house who's ready to kill me at any moment. No, but snakes. Right, Ma- Matthew. On the other hand, <laughs> <laughs> do you ever smell your dirty underpants to see if you can wear them again? Every day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is so gross. No smell, wear another day. Okay, that, well, that, that, that doesn't what, even rhyme. Like if you're gonna have. <laughs> If you're going to have a no smell well and wear another day, at least come up with a limerick or like make it rhyme. No smell, don't tell. Right. Okay. Uh, do you ever smell your dirty underpants to find if you can wear them again? 38% of people said yes. Uh, 12% say that they've turned their undies inside out and worn them again. No, never. No, I've never done that. No. That's weird. Because then you're. Then you got dirty underpants, and then you got dirty pants pants. Right. Right? Yeah. But I do the half-day rule, where if you only wear it for half-day, you have another half-day the next day. Right, sure. That's not a rule more. <laughs> um, also, uh, have you ever picked your nose and eaten it? That's a... Oh, as a kid, yeah. All you the time. did I don't like kid. the taste. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Is it acquired? <laughs> as a... Hey, Mark, can I just throw this out there right now? As somebody who's 40, you shouldn't remember what boogers taste like. Yeah. Well, it's, I just, the, the harder ones taste different than the okay, ginger ones. Okay, get up, get up. <laughs> so gross. Anyway, check this out. 31% of uh, people said yes. Uh, 30% of women said yes that they've done that. And uh, finally, before we go, have you ever not showered for several days just to see how bad you could possibly smell? Oh, hell no. No, I've never done it as like a challenge, but I've gone several days without showering. And I hated it when I did. Like maybe two days, maybe three at the most. What's the, here's the question. Yeah. And I'll pose this to both of you guys. (laughs) Okay. Okay. And anybody else who wants to text us. I have a feeling whatever the question is. Yeah. The answer from Maury is going to be like the grossest we've ever heard. Okay. 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 So here's the question. As an adult, as a yeah. professional human being who has a job, not when you're on vacation, not when it's the middle of summer, not when you're sick or have the flu, as a healthy adult with a job, yeah. what is the longest run of time that you have gone while working and living a normal life without showering? Oh, maybe like a day. A day? Yeah. Wow. One day. That's wow. it. Okay, like three. Yeah, I've come in here. I've come in here after day three. Yeah? Yeah. Oh! Yeah. I work with a bunch of animals. You guys are gross. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast.
Hello? Hi, it's Ron Zamoka. Hi! <laughs> What's going on? What's your name? Oh, my God. I can't believe you guys are calling me. My name is Niru. Roz, we got a text from Niru. Mm-hmm. That says, Hey! Good morning, Roz Zamoka. <laughs> my partner and I at work love your show and would love to talk to you guys. We're not always partners. What do you mean you're partner? Like, you guys are friends and then you're not friends and then you're friends and then you're not friends? Or are you guys cops? No. No, we work together at, like, we work for Spectrum, and so there's always two people, like, we're a crew. All right. Okay, so yeah. what, do you, what exactly do you do for a living? Uh, well, we're both trying to be paramedics, but we work for Spectrum Patient Transfer Service. Oh, okay, okay. okay. You said Spectrum, like, we should all know what that is. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. That's totally my fault. So what's going on, Nero? How's life? Uh, yo, life is not that great, but you know... Uh, it's okay. I listen to you guys every day. I'm on number 35 of episode podcast. Oh, wow. Sorry, I talk too fast. So That's I was like, <laughs> that's okay. Why, Thank you. Why is why is life not that great? You sound like you're in a happy place. Oh my goodness, this is how I am. I'm like Mocha. Like the energy is always high. Yeah, always happy. But um, you know, my boyfriend is Indian. I'm Sri Lankan, and my parents are not accepting us. So he kind of like ended things, and <gasps> it's not that great. Oh, who? Wait, who ended it? You did or he did? No, he did. <gasps> Yeah, like we've been dating for seven years, and it's kind of my fault Ooh. because I haven't seven really told years? them. And then <laughs> you hadn't told your parents you dated a guy for seven years. Yeah. <laughs> but oh so, but God. but what does that matter though? Like, here's my here's my question, and I, jeez, uh, you know, as as much as. I like to say, ah, live and let live and just be respectful in religion and all this stuff. I'm I'm an atheist, so this is all sort of shocking to me whenever I hear this stuff, okay? But explain yeah. to me how you're with a guy seven years, and presumably you guys are in love. Yeah. Okay, and you're Sri Lankan, he's Indian. And yeah. then and then your dad has a problem with the fact that you fell in love with an Indian guy, so the Indian guy dumps you? Yes. Yes. Oh, see, man. see, this is where it all goes wrong for me. Yeah. It's where it all goes. It's where it all goes wrong. That, 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 okay. that older, it's where it all goes that, wrong, man. That older generation, right? Yeah. Because that's the way they were brought up, right? It's not you, even you, though. You, younger you people do this. Stick too. to your own. It's not the older generation. It's obviously the younger generation because he dumped her. No, yeah, no, for yeah, sure. But, but he felt the pressure from. So I ridiculous. assume from your parents. So what happened? You lost you lost your you oh, lost man, the love of your life over this? Yeah, so basically like you know we tried to arrange family meetings and stuff and oh, um, it like, didn't really work out in his favor and they weren't What do you mean it didn't work out in his favor? Like there was a trial? Like where, where he had to like present evidence that he's a decent human being? Like I don't understand no, this. It's, you know what? Um, they're just, yeah, they're in denial. And so we just tried to like spring it on them. Like, Hey, it is what it is. Yeah. Okay. Let me, um, wait, let's, let's get clarification on this right now. So okay. you're Sri Lankan. He's Indian. What was the problem that your dad had? The problem is that he's Indian. But and not why Sri Lankan, though? But right? why though? Why? Why is that a problem? Because we're supposedly different and he can't, we can't do that. But why can't two people who are different be together? Why do you have to be the same? I, I don't know. That's what I tried to ask him. That's so it has to be it's Sri Lankan or it's nothing. That's right. Damn. Jeez. Huh? And how long? How, how long have they? Are they, were they? They weren't born here. They immigrated here, right? That's right. That's right. How long have they been here? You were born here. Uh, I was born. I was not born here, you but weren't. we've been here for twenty four years. But okay. like, we got here when I was one. And so, as far as they're, you know, assimilating and and getting, you know. Wanting to be good like, Canadians and part of the culture, all that stuff that that has aligned for them when it comes to who their daughter chooses to fall in love with. Yes, 
Like, they're pretty cool and open to everybody else but me. Oh, boy. Yeah. And people don't think that this happens, but it happens still. It does. I think that that's something that we should all point out, uh, laugh at, and ridicule, <laughs> and ridicule, absolutely. It's behavior like that that needs to be outed. I agree. And were you guys, like, talking yeah. about a future together and all that stuff? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. God's oh, sake. Nero, y'all need to get back together. Can, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question, okay? Yeah, because what's up? you got a life. It's your life. You sound yeah. like a good person. You sound like you made a decision in your life where you actually wanted to help people for a living and spend your days helping other people. That is noble yeah. as, that's noble as hell. Thank you. You have the option to tell your dad to go screw himself. Yeah. <laughs> you do. You know what? I wish it was that easy. It is honestly, that easy. Like, it is that easy. Oh, man, I can't do it. I'm like... Nah. I'm, Wait, do you still live at home, Nero? I do, I do. My, like, my career hasn't taken off or anything, so I can't yeah, really... No. No. You know, and okay. I don't want to depend on him or anything like that. So I really get want to get like no. my stuff together before this? that. But no. he like doesn't want to wait and he's really frustrated. And maybe people who know me are listening and they know the situation. But um, tell your dad to go yeah. get stuffed. Like it, make it his choice. Listen, this is me. I'm your kid. OK, you can choose yeah. to you can choose to love me and accept the fact that there's a guy I've been with for seven years that'll take a bullet for me. OK. Yeah. And and we're great. We're wonderful. We are going to be awesome together and we are going to be fantastic human beings and we're going to build a team that helps people and we're kind and we're in love and if that ain't good enough for you i'm sorry make it his choice yeah i did not know that this text that we got and calling Nero back was going to end up being a rasamoka fix my life right <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Wait, wow. the, the other text that we sent you, I don't know if you guys like get all the messages or not, but uh, I was like, one? I also need to be a part of your fix my life situation. Well, you just, you just were. Extended version. Do you, do you have more things that need to be fixed? No, no. Okay, good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> rough shape, girl. <laughs> Niru, damn. Anyway, listen, uh, thank you very much for uh, hanging out with the Raza Moga Show every single day. And thank you for your, your dedication and your support and your love. And we appreciate you so much. No, thank you so much. Before we let you go, <laughs> Niru, between Raza and Mocha, who's your favorite? It is... Not Roz, so it's Mocha! Oh, hey! Nice. I'm starting to come around to liking your dad, by the way. Thinking he made the right <laughs> choice. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Yo, Max, what's up? It's Roz and Mocha. Hey! Hey, Roz. Max yeah. just uh, texted the show with a would you rather question. Oh, hallelujah. I haven't had one of these in a long time. Max! I didn't think we did would you rather anymore. Go for it, dude. Okay, so would you rather be a high up in the mafia in the old old like mafia days like in a classic mob movie in like New York uh -huh. yeah or be the fastest gun in the west and be a high up in an old west gang <laughs> a lot of gang stuff. Okay. What you been watching over the holidays Max? Uh, playing a lot of video games. Yeah, playing uh, a lot of video games. Red Dead yeah. Redemption, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, before we answer Max, what would your answer be? Um, I've been into I've been like I'm really interested in like like this is weird but like I like guns and stuff and it's really <laughs> fun to play in video games and, sure. and yeah. stuff. Sure, man. So so like probably like a cowboy. All right. How old are you? I'm 13. Okay. I'm, I'm the guy who completely obliterated and roasted Maury last time. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> you want to say want to say good morning to to him right now, more? No, it's the first day. Let's all be okay. friends. Yeah, let's all be friends. Interesting, interesting <sighs> question. I don't know. I don't know where to go with this because I immediately start thinking of the fashion, 
And there is something to be said for like a really great, well-fitted suit and some, you know, decent hair product and the meals they eat in those mob movies. Or them velour tracksuits. Right? Yeah, or the velour like cowboy tracks. boots and splurs. I know. And chaps and... Yeah. Dust. Dust and all that. Like, I don't Horses. know, something badass about being a gunslinger. You get to go sure. to the... You know, that place where I don't the- know, man. I'm going to say, because I've been re-watching Sopranos a lot over the holidays. Yeah. HBO been running, like, all marathons. Yeah. And I would, and I'm a big, like, fan of all the TV shows and movies, all the mob stuff. Yeah. I, my answer would be mafia. Really? Yeah. No way, because then you have people coming after you. But if you're in the West or whatever, and you're the fastest gun shooter in the West, yeah. you get to shoot yeah, up. Yeah, but guess but what? You get to all, twirl guns. always going to be someone better. No, I'm going to tell, I, have, I, I figured out my answer, and I'm going to tell you why. Penicillin. <laughs> uh, okay. I can't. I can't live in a world where guys died of a toothache at 34. <laughs> so I'm going. I'm going with mafia. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, no. Penicillin is gonna is gonna be uh, the the thing that gets it for me. So I'm gonna say mafia, bro. Maury's horse would fling his horseshoe off and he'd start crying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. It wasn't even that funny, but it's hysterical. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think Max only texted us so you can get an opportunity to roast Maury. Yeah. All right, Max. Yo, yeah. thanks so much, brother. No problem. See ya. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Mark the date down, people. It is the first Razamoga Show game of 2019. <laughs> Let's get into it. And now it's time for the game everybody loves to play. It's like charades, but you make the noise of clues with your mouth. It's mouth charades. So get ready, get silly, and start to make those mouth charades. Would you like to explain how most charades <laughs> is played on the Razamoga show? Other than the fact that I always lose. Yes, okay. other than that fact. Right. Uh, the way Mouse Charades works is that uh, it's very much like regular charades. Dammit Mori will be giving the clues. Good morning, Dammit Mori. Good morning. Okay. Like that. That's with my mouth. Exactly. Uh, not allowed to use your hands or any sort of body language in any way. Please sit on your hands when you're giving the clues. That way you won't give anything away. The clues just given with the sounds that you can make with your mouth. I'll sit on my hands after I read a clue. Exactly. Okay. So uh, I don't know who won the last time. Oh, it was I Mocha. Did. Oh, right. <laughs> Undefeated! Right. I forgot <laughs> All right. about that. So what you're going to hear is a uh, ding to signify the start of 20 seconds. Right. 20 seconds of silence, and it's going to end with a double buzz. Okay. All right? Okay, well, I'll give Veraz a word first because he lost. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> is that how this works? So my humiliation starts soon? Yeah. Okay, that's okay. great. Ready, okay. Maury? Yeah. yeah. Okay, more. Go ahead. <laughs> that... Is that is your? I don't know. That's something air escaping from something, from a wound, <laughs> from. Oh, your lips are so wet right now. Oh, it's so. <laughs> oh. Sorry, I got distracted by by Maury's wet lips. <laughs> said, said nobody ever. Um, I'll have you know. Okay, I, I what did I say? I think my guess was uh, air escaping from a wound. Yeah, gross. It is steak sizzling in a skillet. Oh, yeah, dude, that was obvious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, damn boy. Okay. Next word. Okay, hang on. Mocha's turn now. Okay. It's a whip. Oh, spitting into a um, what do you call those things? The spittoon. Um, oh, good. Oh, yes. God. 
ding, it's ding, it, two ding, things hitting knives, ding, knives ding, against ding, each other. Ding, we, yeah, guys, sword, sword fighting. fighting. Oh yeah. my oh, god, shut oh, your I mouth! Said it, I said it before you said it. Shut I said it before Maury your said it. Mouth. I said it before yeah, Maury said, said it. it. You said it. Do sword fighting, please, Maury. Ding, 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 ding. That's ding. sword fighting. That's sword fighting, dude. Ding, 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 ding. Did you do that when you were a kid, like sword fight with other dudes? Like, not that kind of sword fighting. <laughs> <laughs> Next word, please. <laughs> Give me a minute. Ah. Okay. <laughs> you can have all the minutes more. Okay. Okay, go. Just go. Hold on a second. Ready? Okay. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> an angry bear. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yo, you got one! You got Dude, one! New year, new you. Wow! That's Angry Bear? Yeah, yeah. you got Come it! Show him the paper! Boy, show him the paper! Right there, look at that. Angry Roaring Bear. Oh my god. You got it! Dude, that's amazing! I feel like I, I helped with that. <laughs> Mark this date down. This is the first time you've ever gotten a question right in We can stop now! No, no it's oh, tied. Never mind. <laughs> stop now. Yeah, let's keep going. Ready? Yeah. yeah. A car, a drag race, a blender. Yeah. Shut oh. your mouth. <laughs> oh yeah. my God, this is fun. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All, All right. that's happening right now is do blender again more. <laughs> <laughs> do it again. That's it speeding up. <laughs> I hear that all the time. Okay. How about okay. this? We'll yeah. do one more. Okay. okay? Yeah. If you get this right, oh, we're tied. Tie. And we go a tiebreaker. Okay. But yes. if you lose, then okay. like okay. in life, you okay. lose. Oh, that's great. Thanks for reminding me of <laughs> all those things. Okay. You got a best friend. Okay. You ready? Okay. <laughs> First of all, you need to brush the back of your tongue, bro. It's gross. <laughs> it's like a weird brown color. Yeah. Like well, you I, really do. I Let's stick your tongue out again. <laughs> Keep going. Say ah. Uh. Ah. Uh, no. You need a stick. Yeah, no. You oh. need to brush. I'm going to say somebody with gingivitis was that sound. No, that was Godzilla. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me tell you the score. You have two one for oh, me. Shut up. Your mouse charades champion, Woo! Mocha, All and that right. is how you play mouse charades. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Take a pause for the cause, because I said so, Roz. <laughs> oh, uh, Air Transat has partnered with great Quebec chef. Daniel Vizina to offer gourmet meals on its flights. Now, when we say gourmet meals, we're talking like four-course gourmet meal. Cheese plate, dessert, wine. One of the best things is that you can order your entire meal before you even get on that flight. Yeah, I've done this before. You have? Yeah, I've flown club class with Air Transat, and I had the um, the the meal, which... Like, Can you remember what you had? Yeah, it's the beef. It was like a pulled sort of almost like a braised rib thing under oh. like a delicious reduction underneath it with like vegetables. It was like, <laughs> and I'm not just saying this because I wouldn't just say this. It was hands down, pants down, the best food I have ever had on a flight. Wow. The chef's menu by Dan... 
The chef's menu by Daniel Vizina is included when you fly in club class on Air Transat. Plus, a limited number of meals are available for purchase on flights to Europe and the South in economy class. Yep. And you can pre-order those 48 hours before your flight. Super, super convenient. Oh, it's so good. You reserve right now, airtransat.com. Hey, you want to take a phone call? Yes. All right. Hi, it's Ron Zamoka. What's up? Hey, how you doing? Good. How are you? Good. Uh, my name is Lawrence, and I just wanted to uh, call in and tell you about a trip that I just had down to Florida. Oh, okay. Ultimately, the bottom line is, is I thought of Maury while I was in the shower, which is... Sounds kind of weird, but uh, the reason why was uh, they had all the soap, the conditioner, and the shampoo all on lockdown. So as soon as I got into the shower and I seen this all locked down, I immediately thought of Maury. Ah, because off. we all know, or maybe you don't know, and this is brand new information for you, but our very own, damn it, Maury, mm. loves to steal uh, soaps and shampoo not only from hotels that he visits, or he has other people who visit places and have to stay in hotels uh, bring back soaps and shampoos i've had to do it ross has to no do i've it. never done it you've never done it no you didn't do it once no oh i think our boss two of our bosses had no. to do it i've been I, i've been asked every single time i've ever traveled and i have never brought maury back anything and um he's not my kid he doesn't maury, get gifts when i come back maury is now advanced to stealing soap and shampoo locally from the uh, spin cycle place that he goes to i don't know if you heard that but maury goes to the to um spin cult and in the showers there, he really likes the expensive soap that they have. And Maury didn't steal the bottle, but he brought in Tupperware into the shower and just started pumping the top of this shampoo and soap into Tupperware that he then brought home. Yeah, stuff of his game. And yeah. I just finished that Tupperware in the shower this over the holiday, so I have to go back and get more. Right, so yeah, so now you got to go work out. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, Lawrence... At what point while you were taking that shower were you then trying your best to figure out how you would be able to get that soap and shampoo and take it out of the hotel? On on this one that they had locked down, there was no way that Maury would have got it. He would have had to get a straw and stick it down. (laughs) And siphon it? it Like a hillbilly? They had a lock on the top. Like a hillbilly trying to get gas? Like he's got to siphon it? Yeah, it was bad. I looked at it a couple of times. I even thought, how can I get into this? And there was no way. They had a lock on the bottom part of the bottle, and then they had this special lock on the top, so only the dispensing uh, handle could be pushed down and used in that sense. Oh, jeez. You had to have a key to get into this and, and open up the top. I just figured out also, it. while I was in New York, how to get uh, free uh, cologne samples. Which is? Of uh, expensive colognes. You know, they have little spray bottles or whatever. Yeah. So I walk in and I said to them, I'm like, I'm wondering if you have a few I could try um, so that my asthmatic husband, I could see if it works with him. So they right. gave me like five or six different uh, samples right. that I can then walk out with. And, so and you, you lost and said that your husband was asthmatic. To get free cologne samples. Right, yeah. What a hustle, huh? What a racket. Anything to save a buck. Uh, Any, anything. I but re- and, and the man is still in debt. I know, I know. <laughs> that's the thing. Imagine that's a, that. That's the biggest mystery of all. Yeah. Now, do you actually even give them to Matthew or you just keep all that for yourself? Oh, they're for me. Okay, yeah. <laughs> your, poor, your poor asthmatic husband. <laughs> Thanks for the that's call, awesome. Lawrence. No problem, have a good day. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I want to tell you a story of a 26-year-old named Pollyanna Vienna. Pollyanna Vienna. Pollyanna Vienna from the UFC. Okay. She's five foot four and weighs 115 pounds. Yeah. 
She's waiting outside of her apartment in Rio de Janeiro for an Uber. Oh, it's a dangerous place. A man approached and told her that he had a gun and demanded her cell phone. And here's what she said. She messed him up. Again, Pollyanna Vienna, 26 years old, five foot four, weighs 115 pounds from the UFC. Yeah. She said, he was really close to me. So I thought, if it's a gun, he won't have time to draw. So I stood up. I threw two punches and a kick. He fell. Then I caught him in a rear naked choke. Then I sat him down in the same place we were before and said, now we'll wait for the police. <laughs> Later on, she found out that the gun wasn't yeah. actually a gun at all. What was it? It was a cutout in the shape of a handgun made out of cardboard. Tried to mug a woman with a cardboard gun and got his ass whooped? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you want to see what the... She, here's how boss she is, yeah. all right? She took a picture of him after she beat good, him up good. and posted it on social. Good. I'm not often about, oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. Yo, that guy's... His oh, his face is burger. <laughs> his face? Like, he looks like... You know what he looks like? Uh. This is how messed up the man's face is. I'll give this. I'll give the perfect analogy of exactly what he looks like. He looks like a colorized version of those horrific-looking 3D ultrasounds that people get of their babies, <laughs> where their babies look like melted candles. This guy looks like a full-color version of one of those melty candle 3D ultrasounds that you get of your baby. <laughs> Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix? Roz and Mocha got you. Hey, Kevin, are you there? Yeah, 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 I'm here. What's going on, man? What's up? Okay. So, trouble in paradise, huh? Oh, yeah, all the time, man. Every week, new troubles. Okay. <laughs> How old are you, Kevin? You sound like a young guy. How old are you? I'm 20. You're 20, yeah, okay. so you're very young. Okay, yeah. so you wrote us. Yeah. FML! fix my life i just recently got into a relationship with a girl now we never made it official but we've only been seeing each other for the last couple months i haven't really felt the spark lately and i don't know if i should just rip it off like a bandage or take it slow so what are you asking why can't you even say the words should i dump her basically i don't know i everything's been fine right she's she's great she's got a great personality we like we kick it all the time and we never have a problem mm -hmm. so i don't want to make it seem as if i've been i don't know i don't, I don't want to say using her mm -hmm. but that's fine but, so are you you're like are you just now sitting here not really that into her and you just don't have the the guts to be honest with her or are you hoping that eventually if you guys just keep doing what you're doing that you may magically fall in love with this person you know what? It, it's really like a little bit of both, to be honest. Because yeah. like, I don't know. It sounds to me, Kev, like you don't want to be in this relationship, and that she likes you more than you like her. Yeah, and I hate that because okay. I've never, I've never broken up with a girl before. Okay. You know, let's talk so. about let's let's talk about being a jerk right now. Okay, real quick. <laughs> seriously, seriously, let's talk about let's talk, right, about, being, right, let's right, talk about being let's talk about being a right. jerk. Okay, so you think that um, stringing a girl along and maybe using her is going to make you look like a jerk? So if you break up with her, you're going to be looking like the guy who used her, right? Yes. But I'll tell you what the bigger jerk move is: is to um, be with somebody that you don't want to be with. 
because people deserve better than that. Nobody should be spending time caring about somebody or thinking about somebody or worrying about somebody or reaching out about somebody or altering their life around somebody who doesn't want to be with them. That's cruel. It really yeah. is. That's the, that's the real jerk move. You dumping her out of the blue, for, even for no reason, even to just say, I can't do this. Done. You're gone. Out of my life. Yeah. That, and it'll be easier for her, too. Way easier for her. To forget about I, you. Even- don't the timing of this is you, you got to stop trying to make yourself come out of this looking good you're not you're not going to look good you're going to break somebody's heart kevin how long have you been feeling like this probably like a week now and i've been talking to all my friends and they kind of gave me the, the exact same like advice yeah. so like if it's I've still been a here, new relationship I've... and you're not into it chances are you won't be into it down the road and Roz is right man you don't want to be the jerk and right now you're kind of you kind of seem like a jerk I'm kind of being a jerk, eh? Yeah, yeah no, dude. you're being selfish. You're looking after your own ass really because is, you don't have the, you don't have the guts to be honest with somebody. And the, yeah. the one thing that Mocha and I have said repeatedly on this show, repeatedly, that in any relationship, the most important thing is absolute honesty. Yeah, Especially yeah, yeah. when it comes to you sort of pulling a state of the union of your relationship. Mm-hmm. This is whether you're married 15 years or you're dating for 15 months. Agreed. When you guys sit around and, you know, you analyze where you are because your heart says one thing, your head's saying another thing. It's all very confusing, man. Right. But if you're not yeah, there, sure. like if you're not there, like if you sit down and you guys were to have a conversation about this, you're not there. And people deserve better than that. Just because you, you you're worried about how you look. It's yeah, 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 it's terrible, man. I know, I know, it's I know. Selfish. Yeah. So, Kevin, selfish. break up with that girl. Let her live her life. You do your thing, and end of story. Yeah, I guess it's simple enough to you, be honest. Yeah, you are going to look like a jerk. Okay, you've heard the same advice from all your friends. Now you're hearing it from Razamoka. So, validation <laughs> right. right there, bro. Yeah. Validation yeah. from ninety-two-five. Yeah, you are not going to feel good about this. Yeah, I know. Twenty-year-olds. Twenty-year-olds. What's the matter right. with you? <laughs> Grow up, man. Be a man. Wait, is part of the reason why you don't want to break up with her is because you enjoy the sex? Actually, like, it hasn't been the best. Oh. Don't tell her that, bro. Forget, forget I even asked, okay? Forget I even asked. Yeah, leave, uh, yeah. leave that part out. Okay? Yeah. Okay. Right. You're already a huge jerk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life, only on KISS. Um, question. Hey, Maury, come on in here, my love. Haven't heard a lot from Dan and Maury this morning. Very busy. How's it going, my babes? Good. <laughs> I don't know how to listen, man. In terms of endearment. 2019. Always makes it feel good. I like it when I go to the bank and the girl at the bank calls me sweetheart. I go to a bank, my bank, a yeah. TD is uh it's old school so there's still tellers and stuff because uh-huh. Catherine's bank there's no tellers anymore you have to go to a machine oh my bank the, the girl calls you sweetheart all the time i like it i go up there because i want her to call me love or sweetheart yeah. or honey like it's old school i really dig it man i throw it right back at her too we so, have this thing what do you say she's I'm like good. hey love i'm like what's going on doll yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic forget about we it makes you feel good <laughs> makes it feel good Hi, it's Ron Zamogo. What's up? Hi, my name is Rachel. How are you? Good, Rachel. So, with my daughter, I always say to people, good morning, beautiful, or hey, love, and she gets really mad at it, saying, like, mom, why do you do that? So, I try to explain to her, isn't it nicer to have somebody that says, like, good morning, love, or hey, beautiful, than versus hi? Yeah, I'm I'm a little old school in, in this, where I like those sort of playful... Flirty but non-sexual 
ways of greeting people, strangers in For those sure. situations, right? Like, I, I, I would love it if I walked into a bar and the woman who seats you was like, hey, what's going on, toots? You know what I mean? I love yeah. that. I love that. Uh-huh. Like, I, right? really, I really do. And I take zero offense to it. Not only that, that place and that person would become my new favorite place and person. Me too. And for, like, I work in transitional uh, treatment homes and in the school. So I do the same thing uh, at the school or at the at my home. Like, hey, love, good morning. How's it going? Yeah. And I just feel it brightens their day up. Yeah. Versus like, hey, good morning. Get up. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? that voice. Yeah. When I walk up to the teller and she's like, she's like, hey, what's going on, sweetheart? You know what I mean? I'm like, I love it. I'm like, I want to stay there. Right? Like, yeah. I, I, it makes me go back. Like those, th- and we've, we've got away from all of that because those are now microaggressions. You know, I know you, totally can't, agree. You, you can't call somebody sweetheart that you don't know. You know, it's, it, yeah. it's, it's I, demeaning. It's sexist. It's all these things. Hearing you, Roz, and you, Rachel, talk about this. Oh my God, like Ross and Rachel. Yeah. We're friends. <laughs> we were on a break! Um, I just dawned on me that I do the same thing with some women that I know. I will call them sweetie or sweetheart. Even yeah. like wives of my friends, when I see them after not seeing them for a long time, I'll say, How are you, sweetheart? Yeah. Before giving a kiss on the cheek. Yeah. You gotta yeah. Cro- you gotta cross that bridge though and start doing it with strangers. For me I, I do, right? And my it's my seven year old. She's like, But mom, you call me love and I'm like, Yes, but it's a nice gesture for somebody yeah. to hear. Oh, I also say honey. When they, yeah. Yeah, see, especially when they don't have the best homes, like some of my clients, right? It's nice for them to feel like somebody cares about them. Yeah. Is there a line you know? where that you can't cross on what you call people? Yeah, I think so. Like I sweet cheeks. Oh for sure. Yeah, I mean I they're like no, no, because then it's then it feels like a game as opposed to something that is organic and genuine. A nice gesture, yeah, Yeah, for sure. If somebody says, hey, thank you, love, I walk out of there feeling like a better person. Sure. right? Thank you very much. Because I don't think that they're scheming. I don't think that they're trying to get anywhere. I legitimately think that they are trying to make somebody's day a little bit easier and a little bit better. Yes. And that's how they that's how they show it. And I also really appreciate that they 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 buck this sort of trend that we're going towards, where everything is a microaggression. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and and I'm okay with that. I we need more of those people. It's it's harmless, but it makes you feel so good. It's like it's like what harm comes out of it? None. What good comes out of it? A lot. Do Tons. more. Do more. Exactly. Yeah. Hey Rachel, All we right. appreciate you, sweetheart. Thank you so much for calling in. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, love. Have a good day. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Happy New Year! Can you hear me? Okay, sounds like my microphone's turned around backwards. Happy New Year. No, that's fine. All right, okay. Easing into things, man. Easing into things. Welcome back. New Year, new me. Yeah. New you. I don't know. Oh, I was going to say, you look the same. Your beard's a little bit more bushy, but you look the same. Yeah, and I trimmed it, too. Yeah, you did. Good for you. Just so a little you, bit. Just so activate going all, the growth. You're going all out, huh? Yeah. Hey, Maury, come in here for a second. Happy New Year, damn it, Maury. Did you dye your hair over the holidays? Because I swear to God, you look like you did a little just for men. No. Tell me, Mocha. Look at his hair. Does it no. not look like he just for men? Oh, it does. No. It looks like a... Yeah, I you literally did. have a done darker, nothing to my darker, hair. Uh, tinted brown. Yeah. Did you did just you, for men? No, did I didn't. You Take your glasses off, too, because no, your eyebrows look darker as well. No, but I, I at, have over it, the holidays. It. I did a, a hair banana mask. No, no, no. Look at look like you look like you just for me. Like you have a like look there's because your skin well, looks on, a little bit more pale. Oh, yeah. yeah, put the lights on for a second. I can't. Can I put these back on? No, no, no. Because I need to see your eyebrows. Because you look a little groucho this morning. <laughs> right? Look at that. Tell me he didn't. Tell me he didn't just for men. Hold that on. that is not a man that just for man. I did not just for man. And you did your eyebrows too, huh? No. 
Yeah, looks like it. No, this is what I'm Rust not, does. But no, but I'm no, not saying no. it looks bad. I'm not saying it looks bad. Like I'm not. I don't want you to think that I'm. Go like this, Ben. Now like, I have I have dyed my hair in the past blonde. Like you, you got bald here. You got to do you. No, Matthew says I'm going bald here. Right. Turn around. Let me the see. Crown. Crown. Look right there. No, like, I, I know. You know, sometimes right? when babies would wake up in the crib and they just slept for one spot for way too long, yeah, it kind of looks like the, the like a, a like a like a crop circle from aliens. Like, right, that's what like more. Like slept bo- on the top of your head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you did not just for men. No, I didn't. No, no, looks good though. Thank Whatever you. you did, it looks good. A banana mask. Yeah, it's growing long. You have bangs now. <laughs> it's weird. Like new year, new you, Maury with bangs. Yeah. Maury's like, so listen, this is still 2018 here. Incredible. Yeah, it you, literally is. You still look like a, somebody who played Caesar in some old Roman movie though <laughs> with those bangs. Like they're just they're just a half inch too high to be bangs. They're like it's very it's very Colosseum. <laughs> You know what I mean? The first day in the New Year. You're going to force me to meet Mocha to fight a lion in a minute. (laughs) (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Uh, Dan Mori was in New York over the holidays and Ah, went to um, see Madonna's new house. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Thinking that she would invite them in for tea. And what did she do? <laughs> Nothing. But she was well, clearly home. Did you bring her a housewarming gift? No, we took selfies out front. Oh, well, that's why she didn't invite you in. Right. Rude. Yeah, but we were the only two young gay couple fan out front. How do you know? Because there's nobody people? else there. The road huh. was dead. Yeah. We did our research. We found your home and we're standing outside. Like, does stalked, that not count yeah. for something? Right. Yeah. But you honestly did believe that she was going to be like, because you start having these fantasies, right? Of course. Like you start, like you're on your way there and you're in a cab and you start having these fantasies that, you know, she's going to like pop her head out the window and be like, oh my God, isn't that precious? Yeah. Oh, and then just sort of wave guys, you guys to the security gate. Yeah. yeah. I thought like, so, like she would send somebody out the yeah. service entrance sure, to sort yeah. of be like, come on, come on, come on, yeah, yeah. you know, come on in and, and let me show you around and have some tea. Right. Because Madonna was home because she was doing a uh, like a New Year's Eve thing. Yeah. So, so how did everything play out in your mind? Like you guys get in to Madonna's new spot in New York City. She opens the door. And no, it's I didn't you think she was going to open here. the door. I thought she would send somebody yeah. down to sort of suss us no, no, out but, first. Yeah, but then you come inside. Oh, and, and you she, meet Madonna. And, and I, she says to you what? I pictured her like she's sitting in a chair getting her hair done. And she mm-hmm. turns around like in the salon chair. And she's like... My boys. friends, how are you? Boys. <laughs> I've been looking for some company. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Hey, did you see her butt implants? Yeah, there's no way those are real. What do you mean? Madonna but got she butt didn't implants? deny them. She yeah. responded, but yeah, it seems she re- like she didn't deny there's it. A, what is a, an 80-year-old woman doing getting butt implants? She, was, um, she yeah. was doing a performance on New Year's Eve at the she's Stonewall. 80, right? No, she's not 80. She's 60. No, she's not. Yes, she's 60. With all them wrinkles? Stop trolling them, Mocha. Jesus Christ. Come on, new year, new year. You love Madonna now. Hold on. Let me find that quote. Maury, find it on your phone for me where where she she denied it. Because Madonna showed up on stage with her son. And the shot of her really looks like she did the Kardashian thing where she is like full. It's crazy. Come around here and look at this picture real quick. Like you tell me. Come around here and look at this 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 picture, and then more. You find me her her comment on it, her denial. Look at this picture. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yo, that is straight up. <laughs> right? That is straight up. New year, new ass. Right? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Like that is that's a, not real. No, and my and listen, do your thing. Like I don't care. I don't want you to think that I'm like. She looks like she's hiding another pair of pants in there. Somebody or whatever the hell, but there's an entire 
group of really famous individuals who have made it their life's mission to encourage young women to mutilate their bodies. And that's what I have a goddamn problem with. What's that? I emailed it to you. You emailed it to me. So listen to this. So you tell me. So we were all sitting there waiting for Madonna to uh, come out and say, guys, listen, I didn't get butt implants. Yeah. So this is Madonna, her denial of uh, getting butt implants when that story broke. She wrote this, desperately seeking no one's approval and entitled to free agency over my body like everyone else. Thank you, 2019. It's going to be an amazing year. Hashtag 2019, hashtag freedom, hashtag respect, hashtag no fear, hashtag no discrimination. Uh, Hashtag your new ass. (laughs) (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Did you watch the Golden Globes last night? I watched one hour of it. Yeah? I thought the intro... With Sandro and so Andy Samberg, uh, was way too long. Yeah, way, way, way too long. I think by the time I went to bed, they'd only given away two awards. Yeah, she's charming. I like Sandro a lot, um, but I feel that I don't know. That I, you get one. You're either going to get one or the other. You're going to get somebody out there who gets real political right out of the gate, and that's sort of a turnoff because I'm sick of that. But then you get other is. people that are just going to play it extremely safe. Like, they played it real safe. Like, yeah. even their jokes were based around being safe. Yes. And that was kind of boring. Whatever. The, the awards were a mess, though. They were all over the joint. First of all, I thought that I had seen everything until I was about 40 minutes into the show and I had only seen one thing that somebody had won an award for. Really? Yeah. That was it. Because yeah, I haven't seen Green Book. I didn't watch Roma yet. No. I didn't see Spider-Verse, which I really want to. Yeah, I saw the uh, the first award being given away. Yeah. And then the second one, and then I think that was it. Did uh you see the look on the faces of everybody at the Stars Born table? No. Oof, 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 it was oh, rough. Yeah. They had no idea what was going on. Uh, that was what they've put them right in the front too. So Lady Gaga didn't have to walk far. Bradley Cooper was wearing that white suit. Yeah. Really popped on camera. Well, listen, there could be a hundred right people. Front. <laughs> In a room who don't believe in you wearing a white suit. Yeah, that's true. Right? right? Yeah. All it takes is that one white suit to win them all over. That's right. Didn't they make that joke last night? Sandra Sandra O did. Did she? Play play, 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 play the Sandra O clip. Did she say that? At the very beginning. No, she didn't. Lady Gaga was sitting right there, too. Which you could understand that joke going over real well if Lady Gaga wound up winning, but she didn't. But she did respond. Like Lady Gaga yelled out. (laughs) Hold on. Go find it for him, Maury. Help him out, man. Original song, Jeff Bridges, Christian Bale, 17-year-old fan on stage. I don't have that, man. But did she really make that joke? She did, yeah. Because, like, part of the actual uh, monologue, the beginning, their opening, I listened, like, I don't know. After the first, like, minute, I was like, ah, boring. And then I kind of zoned out for oh, a bit. Oh, that was it, huh? Yeah, I zoned out. And then I saw something with Jim Carrey. No, they yeah. were trying to make him go sit. With the TV move, people? Move from the, the where all the movie stars were yeah. and go sit with the TV stars. Yeah. I saw that part. Which is weird because they do do that there. It's interesting. I had because, no idea. Yeah, yeah, because Michael Douglas was sitting up on the second level and he won. With that, the TV people? With the TV people because he's doing a TV show. Yes, but still. Right? Well, they just like mix them all together. It was, it was, there was a couple crazy moments. We'll get that, that Sandra O thing for you. But there was a couple of really interesting moments. One was definitely looking at the faces on the people uh, sitting at the table for A Star is Born. The other one that was interesting was when Rami Malek won for Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody for playing Freddie Mercury. Yeah. If you remember Sasha Baron Cohen had that role 
And oh, then, that's right. And then, Wait, why did he drop out again? He dropped out because of creative differences. So the way that that movie went was that Sasha Baron Cohen really wanted to be a part of something that told an unfiltered version of the Queen story. Right. And the band, Brian May, and the rest of the guys in Queen um, had so much say in the finessing and massaging of what actually was told that... Sasha Baron Cohen didn't think that it was a an accurate representation of of their story, and he didn't, he didn't want to be a part of any, any something that glossed over. That's the story, and then so he backed out. He and would have won tonight. Yeah, you think? <laughs> so this is uh, listen to this, Sandra O. Oh. A Star Is Born, starring Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga, is nominated for Best Motion Picture Drama. Yes. And their performances were incredible. And it just proves, and I, I'm just coming up with this now, that there can be 100 people in the room yeah. and 99 don't believe in you. And you just need one to believe in you. <laughs> and that was Bradley Cooper. Sandra, I couldn't agree with you more. I was just thinking, you know, totally off the cuff, there could be 100 people in the room <laughs> and 99 don't believe in you and you just need one to believe in you. And that, quite frankly, was Bradley Cooper. So true, so true. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. I'm sure stock in Fiji water went up after the Golden Globes. Yeah, it was all about the Fiji water girl. And this started happening early on the red carpet when I started seeing these pictures. She was the first big story of the Golden Globes. Yeah. The girl who she's, if you don't know, she's a girl holding the tray of Fiji water. She's trying to hydrate all the stars. But when she stood behind all the celebrities and just like stared down the camera. Oh, like yeah. Like she's really, she really made a meal of the whole Listen, thing. like a boss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but who is Fiji water girl? Her name is Kel Cuthbert and she is on the phone with us right now. What's going on? Hi, good. How are you guys? Good. good. Where you at right now? Uh, just in Los Angeles. Holding some Fiji water, trying to photobomb some more stars or what? Yeah. I did open my door this morning and find quite a few boxes of Fiji water sitting there. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> I did, yeah. <laughs> so were you trying, like, was this deliberate? Like, were you trying to get noticed while you were standing there looking down the barrel of the camera as stars were being photographed <laughs> on the carpet? Subtle, wasn't it? Yeah, very. <laughs> <laughs> did you plan this before? I've actually, no, I've actually worked in this exact same capacity for Fiji a bunch of times before. No one ever noticed. Um, but the red carpet's just so crazy. There are photographers everywhere. And of course, Fiji has their own photographer that kind of follows you around and takes lots of photos of you. Um, and you want your presence to be known because you are there to hydrate the stars. So you're kind of trying to get around, offering everyone water. And it's just no matter where you stand, you're in the shot. And they posted me up in a particularly high traffic spot. And it was just, I guess, even busier than the usual spots that I stand. So a lot of the pictures that we saw of you, Kel, standing there with the Fiji water, uh, Idris Elba, Jamie Lee Curtis, Nicole Kidman, Heidi Klum. <laughs> At any point, did somebody come up to you and be like, yo, you need to chill staring at the camera like that or did it just happen afterwards that everybody noticed it was just the collective of the pictures that was noticed afterwards and gotcha. the, the feedback has been very positive people think it was very funny like a light moment i guess i've been on those carpets many times and i and i know that scene and if you're there what winds up happening like if you're holding a, a tray of water and you're standing behind idris elba there's 40 guys <laughs> going water girl get out of the shot <laughs> Get out of the shot! Did you get a lot of that or no? None of that because what? I just I was in a line of just so many photographers 
But the celebrities at each photographer, if they would stop at all, would only stop for like a split second. So it's just those photos are happening so quickly and there's not even time for you to move when someone decides they're going to stop. It's just like they'll stop for one and then they're gone. So we're talking to uh, Kelly Cuthbert. She's the Fiji water girl from the Golden Globe red carpet. Um, was this, I don't know what the best way to say this, was this organic or was this orchestrated? Definitely organic. I mean, yeah, we've we've done these same events so many times and it was... But this was not designed... Not, this yeah. was not designed... Uh, for you to go viral, right? No, no. I don't think you can ever make yourself go viral. No, that's true. The, that's so, something you can't control. The internet's a beast. Yeah, exactly. And you now are officially the first meme of 2019. I love it. <laughs> a dream. I've always wanted to be a meme. Uh, <laughs> oh, hey, have you heard from any of the stars that you photobomb? You know what? My messages online have just exploded and yeah. I can barely see like a few messages deep. Like it's just... I just need like a good couple hours to sit down and sift through everything. How do you parlay this um, Fiji water girl into opportunity and possibly cash? Well, that seems to be all unveiling itself with each day. Um, yeah, right. Just kind of doing a talk show circuit right now, which is insane. Not yeah. something I ever imagined I would do. And uh, definitely hoping to parlay it into more acting jobs and modeling jobs and just any opportunity that presents itself. What offers have come in so far since the night of the Golden Globes and you going viral? Well, definitely working with Fiji more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they must have signed you that big contract now, huh? <laughs> they loved it. Did they you? were very fond of what happened. Did you get paid for that night or is that volunteer work? No, no, it's paid. It was all just through a third-party staffing agency. Oh, wow. So okay. they just hire a bunch of brand ambassadors for each event and yeah. you hand out the water. Hey, maybe this is like a Miss Golden Globe where, you know, next year you get to be the star photographed and then you hand the baton off to somebody else who stands in the back with the tray of water photobombing stuff. Yeah, maybe, maybe I'll be getting photobombed next year. Right? Hey, did the uh, agency <laughs> that you're signed to in Toronto uh, want to sign you for multi-year after this as well? Oh, yeah. I've been with them for ages. They're wonderful. Yeah. Yes, you? definitely. <laughs> Where are you from? I'm from Toronto. I, I moved to Los Angeles like three, three and a half years ago, but grew up my whole life in Toronto. Oh, okay. And I come back all the time. Oh, nice. Wow. And between Raz and Mocha, who's your favorite? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just going to say... Mocha. Oh. Yeah. the name. Yeah, great, thanks. <laughs> Yo, Mocha. shout out to Fiji Water. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Kel Cutberg, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to join us on the Roz and Mocha Show. Awesome, thank you for having me. Appreciate it. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is slamming Fiji Water, and I knew this was going to happen. Why? Yesterday we talked to the Fiji Water girl. If you missed it, you can find that um, at uh, kiss925.com. Because... All those people in those shots, all those stars in those shots mm -hmm. are inadvertently now advertising Fiji water without getting paid for it. Oh, I, you know what? I didn't even think about that. You didn't? No. Oh, I knew this was going to happen. Yeah? Yes. So people like Jamie Lee, Id Idris Elba. All of them. All of them, because those are the big pictures of them that went viral Heidi from, Klum. from the red carpet. Yeah. So now, when you see a picture of Jamie Lee Curtis, for example, 
from the Golden Globes, the picture that you will most often see is her with the Fiji water girl in the back. Right. When the Fiji water story gets plastered everywhere, when everyone starts talking about the Fiji water girl, they're showing pictures of Idris Elba, Jamie Lee You want Curtis, to see the big stars, stars, right? The recognizable stars. Yes, and so wow, they, then, they then become the ones who are advertising. So Jamie Lee's the first. So she's pissed, and yeah. she, she was saying that... Um, Normally, and and I've seen this a lot too, where where stars just in general avoid that area of the carpet, where you know Moet might be or Fiji Water might be or some other branded you know sponsor may be positioned on the carpet. Oftentimes, they will just blow past that because they don't even want to be involved with with that because inadvertently you will then be a spokesperson or looked at it to be endorsing. Could it also be that maybe you are already attached to another brand and it may look bad? No, it's about money. But how's like, that, for I mean, example, you don't, if, get, you don't get paid. Listen, if say, Jennifer Aniston was caught in with Fiji Water Girl behind her, like, would Smart Water be pissed no, because she advertises, no. she's spokesperson for them? It's a public space. It's whatever. I mean, who knows? But how's that any different than showing up to an event and there's the backdrop on the red carpet with the sponsors' logos on that red carpet that you have to? Because the difference of. is this: is that Fiji Water they say got twelve million dollars worth of advertising from the Fiji Water Girl on the oh. red carpet. Oh, wow, that That's is a lot. lot of money. Yeah, And it's because everybody is sharing the pictures of Jamie Lee Curtis and Idris Elba and everybody else with the Fiji water girl behind them. And she's like, I, I don't want to be in this. There Why? would be yeah. no story if all of these pictures were the Fiji water girl alone in a shot staring at a camera. Yeah. Then it would just be a girl with water. And nobody would care. And nobody would care. It's the fact that she's standing behind all these big A-listers right. that are on the red carpet So what, people all universally right recognize and know so what jamie lee curtis is pissed about is that fiji water got 12 million dollars with a free advertisement and she got nothing oh no so what's gonna happen now nothing you think fiji water or yeah you think fiji water is gonna like throw them some no no can jamie lee say you can't use my photo no because she doesn't own the photo photographer on right so she has no did she say anything did she say like why or her reasoning? Did she yeah, try Yeah, she goes, it? I specifically move away from the blatant promotions by Fiji Water and Moet where young women with their trays filled with their wares stood near a designated camera. I knew where the photographer um, was poised there and I moved away as I said out loud, I don't want to be doing <laughs> advertising for either of you. Oh, no! <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Hi, it's Ron Zamoka. What's going on? Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year. Who's this? Fabian. Oh, Fabian. Fabian. What's up, man? How are you? What's going on, guys? How's the the holidays? Good. How was yours? Good. Relaxing, you know? Going Um, to Vancouver this week. Oh, nice. For what? (laughs) I'm uh, going Nino for what, man? There's an expo out there. Oh, weed expo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My license producer came for me to go down. Oh, okay. Wow. So, you're going to Vancouver. Hey, by the way, when you're in Vancouver, you can still listen to the Ron Zamoka show, uh, 6 to 8 p.m., on Kiss Radio out there. Well, of course, duh. duh. Um, so, what are you hoping? To, what are you hoping to score at this weed expo? Are you out there just to see what's up? Or are you going to buy supplies? I'm going there to. I'm going there to work, man. My licensed producers fly me out there just so I can work for them. So you now grow weed for like a company? No, no, no. Okay. I don't do anything. I just still buy from them. It's just because I've been a loyal. Uh, client of theirs, they're flying me out because I've been dying to go out there. Oh, wow. That seems like a great yeah. thing. Was he high as hell when he bought that ticket for you and he regrets it now or no? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. Hey, I, 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 can I let you know on this little secret, man? Yeah. You know, I still get nervous when I call you guys. 
Why? I don't know, dude. Just right now, I noticed it, man. I get butterflies in my stomach when I'm on hold. That's love, bro. <laughs> you know? <laughs> love will do that to yeah. you. Yeah, hey, baby, love you too, man. Hey, no, it is what it is, right? I do, yeah. man. I, 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 I really checked out to make sure I didn't miss, your, uh, miss any episodes while I was out there. So no, I already knew about best. that. You're the best. No, man. you guys are the best. I wanted to make sure you guys had a good holiday and welcome back and all the best for this new year. And, you know, I'll be listening. Thank you, Fabian. Uh, safe travels right. to Vancouver. Call us when you get back. I will. Thanks a lot, guys. All Later, right. man. Yeah. The Ross and Mocha Show Podcast. Uh, did you see this video, Drake and the 17-year-old? Is that real? Yeah. I saw the tweet. I didn't click on the video because I was like, mm. <sighs> I'm so torn with this, man. What happened? So the video's from 2010, first of all. It's not new. Oh, and okay. And it's obviously somebody coming after Drake. I like how people are blaming on Kim and Kanye. Oh, no. They're the ones that are launching this campaign to take <laughs> down Drake. Get me started on Kanye now. So it's from 2010, and Drake's on stage in Denver, Colorado, yeah. and he pulls a, a fan on stage, and he starts slow dancing with this girl. Okay. Okay, and it's not like he's not grinding on her. He's not anything else. He's slow dancing with this girl, and then he pays her a couple of compliments, and then says, "How old are you?" Yeah. And she says, seventeen. And then the crowd goes, "Oh, crazy!" And then Drake's like, "Oh my god, I'm too young to go to jail." Yeah, that, because at that point he would have been like twenty, twenty three, three. Yeah, yeah, twenty three, and. Then he gives her two kisses on the cheek, a kiss on the forehead, and a little peck on the lips, yeah. right? Which is what Elvis used to do. Sure. Elvis, like all these guys, everybody grabbed their young fans, give them that little tiny peck, and they, oh, and they yeah. freak out, right? Pop stars have been doing this to young fans forever. Sure. Since the beginning of rock and roll, okay. right? It has always happened. But then Drake says, you look real good, and I like the way your breast felt against me. <gasps> in, hold on. He said that when? In on mic. On the mic, Ooh. on stage. I was like with him. I'm ready to defend this right yeah. up until that point. But then as soon as he says, I, 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 as soon as he knows she's 17, and then he says, you look oh. real good, you're thick, and I like the way that your breast oh. felt against me. Aubrey. Right? Oh. This like, is when we got to start using like, real what names. You, what you doing? But you, I can't so, defend that. And I get it. The R. Kelly thing ran on the weekend, and that is still such a mystery, and I don't understand how that R. Kelly thing has been going on forever, and people are hypersensitive to this now, and people are saying, Saying that you don't know the Me Too movement is finally wait, making its way into black culture because it really hasn't up to this point with black yeah. pop stars. Uh, so a lot of people are happy about that, but I don't think that this is it. Also, Tyga was 25 and a father or an expecting father when he hooked up with Kylie Jenner, who was 17. Mm -hmm. Everybody was fine with that. And then as soon as she turns 18, we put him on the cover of magazines. Like, you have to either say something is right or something is wrong. It can't be both ways. It can't be both ways. Also, just for the record, because people are pointing this out, and I didn't want to be the guy that's all, like, age of consent in Denver, Colorado, 17, so what's the big deal? But that is the reality. That's the law. Okay? I don't want to be the guy that is, like, age of consent, 17 in Colorado, with Drake, nothing wrong with what you did, bro. But, okay, but I don't want to be that guy, but that's just the reality of it. So there's somebody's coming after Drake. Like it's happening. 
because this is from 2010 and somebody was sitting on this. And a lot of people are like, we know Harvey Levin at TMZ has a vault full of stuff that could take down half of Hollywood that he hasn't released. Yeah. And so people are saying this is one of those things in that vault because Harvey Levin is so tight with Kim uh, Kardashian and Kanye West. Aubrey, so Aubrey, that's the- Aubrey. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, how many times do you guys shower in a week? In a week? Yeah, well, let's seven. say. All right. Yeah, more, more one day a week. Saturday and Sunday? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, let's count Saturday and Sunday. For this, okay. yes. Yeah. Sure. Like 12 times. Like twice a day. 12 times. You're twice too, a day. You're, you're, you're too, uh, you're doing too much. Yeah. So we've, read so many of these studies before because there is a really strong consensus among dermatologists that you do not need to shower every day. In fact, it's better for your skin if we don't. We all know that. However, three quarters of people do shower every day. According to a new survey, 49% of people shower once a day. 20% almost every day. Oh. 6%, Maury, more than one a day. Yeah. 18% of people shower two to three times a week. A week? Yeah. Those no. are those, like, you know, people that work from home. No. <laughs> those are people who you call is nasty. You think somebody who showers three times a week is nasty? Maybe not nasty. Like, Maybe if you're not like, leaving the house, you don't need to shower. No, but what about why can't you go and live in the world having only showered three times a week? How dirty are you getting? Like, if you change your drawers, right? Uh-huh. Brush yeah. your teeth. Yeah. Make sure your butt's clean. Okay, fine. Okay? I thought you meant like not doing anything. No, like brush your teeth. Yeah. Right? Brush your teeth, clip your fingernails. <sighs> even still. Comb I your just, hair. I just get weirded out, I've, even just thinking about it. I can't I go. I don't own a comb. I've never combed my hair. You've never once combed your no, hair? I wash and go. Wow. Oh, yeah. It shows. We can tell. <laughs> okay. Uh, the 3% of people only take a shower one time a week. Wow. And then there's 1% of people surveyed, and I don't know who would answer this question. But? 1% of people take a shower once a month. Ah! <laughs> Nasty! Dotty! Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix? Roz and Mocha got you. Yo, Chaz, what's going on? Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. All right, so uh, Roz and Mocha's FML. Jeez. Let's get right to it. Chaz writes in and says, I cheated on my ex-girlfriend, but I want her back because she doesn't want anything to do with me. <laughs> so Chaz, first of all, your ex-girlfriend is right to not want to have anything to do with you. Uh, yeah, I, I completely agree. Okay, hold on here. Let's get to the degrees of cheating. First of all, why did you cheat? So, again, it wasn't like, I, it was more emotional cheating than it was actually cheating. So you cheated like a girl? Yeah. How long were you in this relationship with this girl up until the point that you started to cheat emotionally? Like seven, eight years. Wow, you guys, seven or eight do years. Do you guys have kids together? No, no. I, I'm 21, so I dated her like when I... I was like 13, 14. Okay, so hold on here. When did you cheat and when did she, like, when did she dump you? How long ago was this now? So, so the cheating took place in the 2017, summer of 2017. Yeah. Okay. And then, uh, and then after we, we tried making it work. Uh-huh. And then I ended it in January because I felt like it was a toxic relationship. We needed a space from each other. So then about like three months, four months later, I see her at this uh, event or party and she's with another dude. And then uh, I tried, I, I, I do a whole bunch of went down, and then 
Yeah, now I'm here. What do you mean a whole bunch of stuff went down? <laughs> like you fought the guy that she was with? No, I didn't fight him, but I approached uh, him. And, oh, God. Uh, Jazz. Okay. Listen, you got to move on with your life, bro. First of all, why did you decide to cheat, even if it was emotional? And define to us, to Roz and I and everybody listening right now, what the cheating was. So it was a coworker, and I just spent more time... I did with my coworker and I did it with my girlfriend. And so when you so the cheating part of it, like did you make out with her? Or did you guys go all the way? No, 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 no. We didn't do we didn't do anything. Oh. Now was the other girl into you though? Yeah, she was and I, I knew that but Hold on, so where's the cheating? So I spent more time with my coworker. Yeah. yeah. On purpose than I did with my girlfriend. Yeah, yeah and well, on, on yeah. purpose and not for work things. Yeah, exactly. But you didn't cheat. No, I didn't. I don't know. I still see. No, no, no. I get it. They call it an emotional affair. Yeah, and, and I, I still and I think. Get all, I get all this. I get all this. But hold on a second here. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, first of all, you're not going to get the girl back. And and uh, my take on all of this before we get to why people cheat is that I don't know if you actually want this woman back. I think that you feel incredibly guilty and you want to alleviate that guilt and her forgiving you will alleviate that guilt. I think that that's what you're chasing as opposed to chasing this woman. So it's been like a year and a half since I cheated and and then she she forgave me and she forgave me and everything was good. It just Dude, like, I wanted to spend my life with this girl. Okay, but hold on here. I'm, I got to go back to the cheating part. So with this coworker, what were you doing? Like, you were telling her you're, you're, you, were, you were having an emotional affair, as they call it, and you would tell her stuff and confide in her things that you would not or at that time were not confiding in your girlfriend with. You'd talk about your relationship. Like, she was starting to become your person, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay, but, but you didn't make out with her. No. Okay. And then how did the truth come out? Did your girlfriend find texts on your phone? Did the other girl contact your girlfriend? Did you fess up? How did everything come about? So I ended up fessing up. I'd go out sometimes with my coworker and I wouldn't tell her. And I eventually started telling her that, okay, I've been spending time with this girl. And did you tell her that you guys weren't physical? Yeah, yeah. She didn't believe you though. I think she did. To me, after eight years, like it doesn't sound like you guys had a great relationship. Yeah. People cheat because they feel empty. People cheat because they're looking for something. Or people cheat out of a moment of wild lust. Or people cheat. Like there's different reasons why people cheat. For you to go off and have this uh, emotional affair without being physical with somebody, that happens when your relationship is in really, really not a good place. Okay. And, yeah, and, and so and, and and so to try and get back and build something that wasn't great when it ended to me seems a little pointless. Cut your losses, man. She did. She did. Yeah, and she moved on, bro. She don't want you. She don't want me. Life ain't easy, man. Life ain't easy. Yeah, and right. here's the thing. Here's the thing that I know, Shaz. I know that you weren't feeling the relationship that you were in for seven, eight years. You wanted to see if this new girl could be potential relationship type. And hopefully if things worked out in that aspect, you would have broke off with your current girlfriend. Correct? Yeah, you spot on. Yeah, yeah of course, dude. You yeah. trash, bro. Listen, you man. are trash. You can't be doing that to the girl. Listen, if you're not into the relationship, you end it. Save everybody's feelings. Yeah. Don't be a jerk. Yeah, you feel guilty, bro, and you want her to alleviate that guilt. Yeah, she's That's not going to exactly take you back. What it is. Yeah.
You got that's 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 a you problem, man. Not a her problem. Yeah. You got to deal with this by your own. Yeah. Thanks. All right, dude. Work it out, bro. New year, new you. <laughs> new year, new me. There you go. Get a haircut or something. I did. I got a haircut. I shaved. <laughs> I shaved my beard, man. Yeah, still don't work. All right, dude. Still you don't take, work. take it easy, man. Thanks for listening. Thanks you too. Love the show. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life only on Kiss. One of my favorite accounts to follow on Twitter is at Kids Write Jokes. Oh, the no. owner of this account legit just accepts any jokes from any kid and will post them on the Twitter feed. And they are terrible, terrible jokes because kids are terrible at writing jokes. Yeah. And the person who runs this account will include all the spelling and grammatical errors as well <laughs> because kids suck at grammar and spelling as well. So here are a bunch that I found oh, uh, no. absolutely hilarious. Are you ready? Yeah. Kids write jokes. What did the rude man say to the digger? What? Hurry up! <laughs> exactly. Why are short people so small? Why? Because they don't sleep a lot. <laughs> when will the leaning tower of Pisa fall down? Why? I don't when? know. Oh. What do you get when you walk into a bar? What do you get when you walk into a bar? I don't know. Drunk men. Right. Wow. <laughs> what is? <laughs> That's life. That's not a joke. That's life. What is a cow with no tail? I don't know. A geek. What do you call a unicorn <laughs> that goes to work? What? A wimp. <laughs> What's oh. worse than finding a worm in your apple? What? Just a worm without the apple. <laughs> waiter, waiter, my coffee has dirt in it. Hi, sir. Yes, I found it on the floor. <laughs> I know that. I, pause for one second. <laughs> First of all, what? these kids are so dumb. Let me correct that one kid, okay? okay. That's an actual joke. Okay, what's worse than finding a worm in the apple? Okay. The punchline for that joke yeah. is finding half a worm. Oh, see, right? that's even funnier. Not, not just a worm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's continue. I have a few more here. Yeah, sure. Uh, kids write jokes, okay? Yeah. Why is the singer called pink? Why? She did not know any other color that day. Oh. <laughs> what's the difference between a man and a poo? <laughs> Because kids find poo funny, right? Yeah. What's the difference between a man and a poo? What? Nothing. Right. Why do monkeys eat bananas? Why? Because bananas are made for monkeys. Right. Who lives on Silver Island? No idea. Rich people. Thank you. Knock, knock. Who's there? Chicken butt. Chicken butt who? Chickens galore through the keyhole. <laughs> I don't know what that even means. <laughs> and finally, kids write jokes, right? Yeah. yeah what yeah, did yeah. one wasp say to the other wasp? What? Was up? <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, 12 years ago. 12 years ago. God, this is a weird number to read, man, because it feels like they've just been in our lives forever. But 12 years ago in 2007, Steve Jobs on this day unveiled the iPhone. What? Yeah. No. Yeah. Today. Yeah, 12, 12 years, years ago. Isn't that crazy? I've had an iPhone forever. No, you haven't. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, I didn't. And I didn't even have like the iPhone 1, 2, or 3. No, me neither. I think my first iPhone, because I was like Blackberry for life as Never, everybody no, was. I was like, I was like ride or die with Blackberry. Yeah, of course. And then, and then the iPhone wave just completely took over. I think yeah. my first iPhone was maybe the 4. Yeah, mine too. I think it was the four. Because I fought. Like, I fought. I was just, I thought I was this real, I don't know. I thought that it, I, I, could, I could type better. It was more convenient. It was For more sure. everything. Like, just the BlackBerry to me was just this far superior product. And you look super cool with it on your belt. That's the other thing. 
I still have my my holster. Do you really? <laughs> I sure do. Yeah, yeah. We and we all used to wear them. That's the weird thing too with mm. these phones is that we all wore them and had oh, no had problem. A big one. You would go to a wedding. And people yep. be like, dude, let me see that case. Yeah. Right? Like, like, look at this. Yeah. It clips right out of my belt. Oh, and you'd flip it. It was like a gun holster. You'd flip <laughs> that little magnet thing up. Bam, bam. And like, you could just get it. And if you really wanted to be like, you know, super cool, you'd put it right in the back. Yeah. Like right over your butt. So nobody could see it. And then you just sort of reach around. Like it always felt like you had some sort of, like it was a weapon, right? Like it was, you yeah, were a holster. Superhero. Like you, yeah. yeah, it was just like you had it. And then for some reason... When we all got iPhones, we started hiding them. Well, yeah, because they're expensive as hell. But the BlackBerry yeah. was expensive. Everything was expensive. Mm. Everything was expensive. It was sure. all relative. Everything was expensive. But for some reason, we started hiding them away. I think because the, the iPhone is a touchscreen, whereas the BlackBerry originally wasn't. It had the daisy but, wheel. But I don't even remember getting an iPhone where I was like, can I get a holster for this? Like, you just didn't do it. Yeah, no. Yeah. I just slid it into my back pocket. Yeah, all the time. I noticed something else too, which is why uh, I've realized that we've become far more, I guess, narcissistic in a real big way. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you what to do right <laughs> it's now. Coming from you. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> right. Uh -huh. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what to do right now. You want to see the evolution of narcissism? Okay. Do this. Go on Facebook and yeah. click on somebody's pictures. Yeah. Scroll all the way down to when they first started posting pictures. Oh, God. Okay. And you're going to see on Facebook, people used to post pictures of their friends. People used to post pictures of other people that they know. People used to post pictures of other people they knew that were hotter than them. And then go to Instagram of that same person. Oh, it's like Selfie City. Selfie City. There's not one other person would you post a picture of somebody who is not you, but just a friend of yours on Instagram? Never. For and what reason? To, so for them to steal my likes? Right, but we used to do that all the time. I guess. All the time. Go to anybody's Facebook and go to when they first started posting pictures and look at their pictures. They're not in all of them. Some of them, it's just a group of friends that they, they, they're not even in. Yeah. Or a, a hot friend. Would you... When like, is, look at my hot friend? Could you imagine going on Instagram <laughs> and seeing somebody post a single shot of their hot friend that they're not in that picture? Oh, yeah, no. No! You know why? For fear that that picture would get more likes than right. a picture of their selfie. Exactly. But we didn't care back then. We didn't care. But go and look at the history of somebody's posting on social media. Oh, and then man. where And then where they are now on Instagram. That front camera changed everything. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix? Roz and Mocha got you. Hey, Alexandria. Hello. What's going on? How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you? Good. good. So you wrote us, Roz and Mocha help FML fix my life. I'm a single mom to an amazing one-year-old boy. His father has not been around since he found out I was pregnant and is currently living with the woman he cheated on me with. Wow. Uh, she has no idea that we have a child and his father wants nothing to do with him, saying he was never part of a conversation about whether he wanted him or not. My question is, how do I approach a conversation with my son when he is of age to understand and ask not only why his father isn't around, but why his father's family isn't either? Please help fix my life. So how old is your, your boy now? 
he is about to turn 16 months old. Oh, okay, so you got some, I mean... I have time, I do. It's just stressful. Like, it just makes me constantly wonder, like, how's he going to feel? Because I'm also, sure. like, I don't really have a strong relationship with my father, and I know how it affects me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just worry how it's going to affect him, because sure. I know it's going to. I but know there's going to be questions. At what point in your life, Alexandria, did you have a conversation about why your dad isn't in your life? It's kind of a different situation. My father um, and I stopped talking when I was 16. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And so I was old enough to know why because it was like it was like a, a disagreement with um, the woman that he's with now. So it's, it's a lot different than the situation with my son. Like my son's never going to have his father in his yeah. life as of right now. So there's a, there's a couple things here. One, life can change. You can get married. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like you mm-hmm. may you may fall in love. You your life may change drastically over the course of the next couple of years. You don't you don't know that. So there may be some sort of father figure in the kid's life. Uh, oftentimes, I know that when people do bail on their kids and their families for whatever reason, it does eat at people, mm-hmm. and they do regret their decisions, and they do want to get back involved in their kid's life. I don't know how you feel about that, but something like that could change. Now, if none of that changes. And you are then, you have a kid that wants to know why their dad didn't want them. And I will say this, I I have not been in this situation, but I have people close in my life who have been in this situation. And and my one thing that I would say for you is don't wait for the kid to bring it up. You need to bring it up. Mm -hmm. And, And 100%, because if it's ignored, ignoring it leads to shame. Yeah, and I don't want to, I don't ever want to push my feelings of his father towards him. No, you have feelings. You have feelings, and that's fine, okay? It was devastating for you. Your kid will appreciate you telling them when they're old enough, and as their age keeps going and going and going, give them more and more information. Talk about him. That's what they want. We as people have this thing in us where we want to identify with the people that made us. And for most of us, it is a mother and a father. That's how life sort of works, We're right? I'm curious. That's why people who mm-hmm. are that's why people who are adopted and they grew up in the greatest families ever that adopted them still have this need the question to, of who to go yeah. to go and find because is that question that they have to answer of who am I right where and, did I come from you right? talk about him they're going to want to know right they're going to want to know what kind of person he was and honestly when the conversation does come up to why did they leave because that's going to be one of the biggest questions in your kid's life why did they leave your answer at that point could be something as simple as I wish I knew that's true right i guess it's a lot less simple than thinking so much into it right overthinking yeah Yeah. alexandria do you still talk to your now ex or does he still contact you or anything zero contact with him when he found out that i was pregnant and um that my son was his he kind of just dropped off the face of the earth but i think you need to talk about him and don't sugarcoat information Right. Like you be honesty with your kid is the only thing that you need to be throughout this entire process, because this, as I'm sure, you know, is not going to be one conversation. This is going to be many conversations over, over your, over your life and years for sure with, um, with your, with your kid. Damn it. Maury, your mom, she left when I was two. Yeah. Maury's mom left when she, when Maury was two. Okay. And how did your dad handle that conversation? There was none. And it's so funny you said that because I didn't really find out about who my mom was until I was in my thirties. Right. And oh. it would have been amazingly different had I have known from the get go. Wait, so what did your dad, Frank, no, say to you? No, it wasn't my dad. My no, no, dad no, no, but what growing up, if you were to ask about your biological mother, what would Frank say? 
he would change the subject or just say, mm. oh, she she's not around. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it was it was as though what Roz was saying, like an ashamed thing, yeah. kind of, you know? And, I, and that's what worries cool me. I never want know. him to feel like he's not good enough. You know, I don't want him to ever feel like his father is a bad person because yeah. his father isn't. And I don't, I, I just, it just worries me because I mean, what, you say he's this. a boy too. Like he's not going to have his father. And I know how that could be for guys. Like yeah. it's hard. It's tough. It's, t- it's, it's, it's not a good, I'll tell you, it's not an ideal situation. Yeah. Anybody, no. anybody will tell you that it's not an ideal situation. And you know that, but I think that what exactly what Maury had said was, you know, he, you know, it, it devastated his dad as well. And this is devastating for you. This isn't something that you need to pretend like you're over or it doesn't matter to you. Like these conversations that you're going to have with your son, you know, he will feel better knowing that it also affected you. He's not in this alone. That's actually, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> Thank you so much. I mean, it's just good to know that don't think too much into it and just kind of casually talk about him yeah, yeah. but be honest right? yeah. too yeah mocha's right just just be honest okay yeah. all right thank you so much all right love you lots bye Roz and mocha's fix my life only on kiss when hey. would you when would you say that you learned about money and finances to to the point where you understood how long debt actually takes to pay off when you finally understood what an 18% credit card looks like at the end of a month. I'll tell you exactly when. When was that? How old were you? When did it hit you? 22. At 22? 22. When I moved out of my parents' place and I was living on my own was when I realized uh, that things cost money and how much those things actually cost. Right when you have to survive on your own. It always bothered me that they don't teach financial literacy in schools. I wish I did. Enough, like, and I don't mean in university or college. I mean, like, you got to start young. You yeah. have to teach people young about this stuff. You know what I wish I, I, I did? Now, like, thinking back, because my dad's an accountant. Yeah. And he used to always try to teach me about finances when I was younger. You had, right? that, you had that in your house. You had, had access to it. Every single day. And he would always kind of preach... I'm like, whatever, I'll figure it out later. And looking back now, I really, really do wish that I listened to my dad back when I was in high school trying to figure all that stuff out. Let me go through this here because they did a survey and they asked people things that they would rather do than to actually sit and have tough financial conversations or spend time really working on their budget and planning. 34% of people said that they would gladly sit in traffic for an hour. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Good morning, Maury. Uh, 34% of people said that they would rather post an embarrassing photo of themselves on social media. Sure. Take a look. (laughs) You do every day. (laughs) 27% said they would rather get stung by a bee. Yep. (laughs) Wow. Pain goes away. Uh, 20% of people said that they would spend an hour in jail. Sure. <laughs> wow, really? Well, because then I don't have to have that conversation. But an hour in jail? Jail's not fun, bro. It's only an hour. A lot can happen in an hour. <laughs> Speaking of a lot happening in an hour, 16% of people said that they would rather sit through... I don't even know how to word this right now. A movie yeah. that may be on VHS... What's a VHS? Starring your parents... And they use the word intense. Oh, God. 
Okay, six, ah! 16% of people said that they would sit through that. Maury? No, I'm going to have the conversation now. Ah! I found the line. I found yeah. the line. I found the line. So, you would rather spend an hour in jail yeah. over watching that? Are you? No way am I ever going to watch that. That will wow. scar you for life. Wow. Jail, though, man. Watch some of them documentaries. Look at all my finances. I ain't watching that day. No way. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Explain to me this. What is the premium plan for Netflix? That is when you, I believe, get up to five devices. Oh, I gotcha. you also get access to 4K content. And Prime, right? It includes Prime? No, Prime is Amazon. That's Amazon. Oh, sorry. Yeah. That's a whole extra cost per month. Yeah. No, because the, the notice popped up last night because they finally said the date that your Netflix is going to go up. I could have swore I just started paying new new money like recently. No, Feb, you, Feb 9. Oh. Is this the third time that they've raised the prices? I think so, yeah. So most people right now pay $9.99 and then the standard plan is going to go from $9.99 to $13.99 and then oh. for that premium plan it's going to go to $16.99 and $16.99 equals roughly what, Maury? A year. 16, why don't we just say 17? No, 16.99. 16.99, and that's times 12. Excuse me? Because 12 months a year. Okay, Here's sure. Yeah. Thank you. You don't have to write on the desk. Somebody got to clean that after. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> it's like school, yo. 16.99. Yeah. By the way, while you are trying to uh, figure that out, yeah. I read yesterday, Roz, yeah. that Netflix wants to open up a... Uh, major film and TV studio in Toronto. Yeah, that's crazy to me. I love that idea. I could finally get the the dammits off the ground that I've been trying to turn into a television show for years. Oh, damn. Dammit Maureen is husband Dammit Matthew. Okay, back to math. Where I could take all the money. <laughs> <laughs> I can executive produce the hell out of that. Make them famous and make me rich. Okay, I have three months. You have, excuse me, oh, God, three, okay. months. three months. Are you going month by month? Is there any other way? Yes! How are you doing it? Explain how you're trying to find out what 1699 is over the course of a year. 16 plus 16 plus 16 plus 16 plus 16 and then 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8 minus and then you minus the point the, the thing. The, 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 what the, the, are you minusing? Minusing pennies. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like Porky Pig over there. <laughs> And then you, and you, and you, God, did you just fart when you laugh? It freaking stinks in here now, man. One, two, three, four, five. Okay, five months. Why do you want to just say half a year? No. Is if is five months half a year? Do one more. Do one more. Is Netflix only going to charge me five months? Eleven. Yeah, five months. Do half a year, five months more. Um, $210 for half a year. $210 for half a year. Um, 0.99. $210. i will just throw in a 99. $210.99. <laughs> yes or no? Resold? Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> no. Hard no. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. We got freezing rain yesterday in my neighborhood. I almost slipped and fell on my ass on the driveway. No, did you? Yeah, I went to get the, the recycling bins. And, uh... That were tipped over after I left them so nicely <laughs> out in the city of the city of Vaughn. I don't know what's going going on out there, but 
Yeah. I package my recycling very nice. I find that I'm very courteous when it comes to leaving garbage and recycling out. Yeah. And they legit treat my bins like trash. Yeah, my bin's broken. Is it? My lid doesn't. My lid isn't attached. And I've now become one of those crazy guys in the neighborhood because I'm home early enough that I know the schedule for when they show up. Yeah. And I will either stand, go upstairs to the bedroom and just when like I hear the truck the window. When I hear the truck go by, and I'll like Norman Bates. Yeah, exactly like that. <laughs> and I'll look through the window, or I'll stand right at the at mother the, garbage uh, is here at the living room window and peer through. <laughs> and I'll be looking, and I'll be like, okay, he's picking up the garbage. All right, I put the lid on the uh, bin really nice. Okay, he tosses that on the grass, and he takes the bin and throws it on the street. <laughs> or sometimes mother the boys are mistreating your bin <laughs> or sometimes I'll pack the recycling so nice yeah and like I don't know an empty plastic container will fall out of the bin sure. as the gentleman is putting the bin into the truck that happens and it will fall and hit the street right at his feet <sighs> and he won't bend down to pick it up <sighs> to put it into the truck he'll leave it there Mother, the boy's not bending. And then they'll leave. And then I got to go outside, almost fall on my ass, <laughs> picking up an empty yogurt container on the street to put back in the and recycling bin. And you got to wait for two weeks. And then I got to wait. <laughs> yeah. Tough life, though, huh? <laughs> like. <laughs> First world problems. It's like, real. That's, <laughs> Jesus, man. <laughs> How are you even here today? <laughs> so that was 10 minutes out of my day yesterday. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. How you feeling, dude? Ah, uh, whatever. It's a cold. It's a stupid cold. Everybody I, in your I house has it? I expect no sympathy. Uh, you know, I, yeah, Rock sort of has it. Catherine had it real bad for a while. Like, real bad. Everyone in my house, everyone. I live with two other people. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my wife has been sick for uh, two weeks now. Yeah. And my son for about a week. And miraculously, I have managed to not contract anything whatsoever. Really, huh? Yeah. <sighs> my husband's so paranoid, he sleeps with a winter hat on and bought a room heater yesterday. No, so, he doesn't. I swear. A winter hat. The one with the a flaps. The one with the flaps on no, the side. No, I don't but believe why you. Does, why that? I understand sleeping in like a, like a surgical mask. No, but he, but his, he says his head gets cold and he's worried about getting sick, so he sleeps with that really big winter hat. But is his head soaking birth. wet when he goes to bed? Why would it be? Because of the, the sweat? No, like... Because he's, he's worried about the cold coming in from the windows still, so he also bought one of those... Why, do you sleep with your windows open? No, it just comes through. Like, there's like, it's, there's terrible windows, windows terrible. So then he bought a, one of those $500 heaters, too, for the room. Don't you have heat in the condo? Yeah, but it doesn't go to the bedroom, apparently. You don't have heat in your bedroom. <laughs> There's a vent. What kind of a shack are you living in? There's a vent. Like the living room is hot. Yeah. Everywhere else is hot. But then you walk into the bedroom and it's freezing cold. Wait, where's the, where's you the vent ghost? though? What's that? I don't think ghost? I have a ghost. Yeah. yeah. I should mention You walk this. into one room in your house and it's freezing cold. That's Paranormal activity right yeah. there. Yeah. Um, where is the vent? In the bedroom though. Above the bed. Above the bed? Well, like on one of those, what do you call them, duct things. It sounds like your place is made out of Play-Doh <laughs> or cardboard boxes. <laughs> but now we have a room heater and winter Is it hat. at least like a sexy hat or no? 
Well, I mean, he's wearing my hat, so it's like he's wearing my Letterman jacket, so it's kind of odd. So he goes to bed dressed like you when you're cold? <laughs> that is so, so hot. Weird. That's so hot. <laughs> oh my God, you please have to take a picture. Weird, dude. So weird. You guys are so weird. Anyway, stay warm today. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Catherine Reitman is here from Working Moms. Good morning and hello. Good morning, guys. Thanks for having How me. How are you? I'm good. I'm awake. Yeah? Um, so, new season, double premiere tonight. Yes. Nine o'clock on CBC. Correct, sir. My wife and I discovered this show one season too late. And we went on demand, Rogers On Demand, and watched every single episode. And this is a show that we watch every week now. Oh, it's right our favorite on, show. Right for on. Real. Thank you. Uh, we love the show. And it's funny because over the summertime, my wife was like, can you find out when the new season of Working Moms is coming back? Thank you so much. I'll tell you why I love it. First tell of me. all, because of the different characters are all in kind of in the same point in their lives, but dealing with different things with having kids. And my wife and I, we have a one and a half year old at home right now. Oh my God. How do you look so good? To, so, to the listener, he looks very fresh for having a one and a half year old at home. All I did was I brushed my beard this morning. That's it. <laughs> a beard brushing goes a long way. I do it every morning. Uh, but do you find that? Like, people are, are attracted to the show for these different different reasons because of the different points in their totally. lives? Totally. You know what I get the most? I get the most that this sort of identity crisis happens in your 30s, particularly when you have children. And so I actually get from both men and women that like there's not a lot of conversation about once you have children that you're all of a sudden expected to be this new person that isn't necessarily natural right. to you. Yeah. Do you find that when you work so much, first of all, people, uh, when you work the hours that you work and you work as often as you do, what I find is that people will tell you that you look tired because they think that they're trying to bond with you. Isn't that nice? Yeah, it's My great, mom right? That. My mom yeah. did that last night. She's like, you look tired. I'm like, go home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shut up already. I'll call you in a week. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, but when you do, when, you're, when, you ha- when you were so involved in this show, from every aspect of this show, and you have two little kids, mm. you want to work that hard because you want them to have everything and you also want purpose and you want to feel fulfilled. But do you ever struggle with the fact that maybe by the end of it all, they may feel like they got ripped off because every you're not there? Every single morning, every single morning, every single night. Yeah. I'd like right now I'm thinking, is this worth it? I could be having breakfast with them. I should be with them. Yeah. I mean, it's the constant guilt, the nagging of the working mother. But by the way, when I'm home with them, I have a different nag, which is why aren't I pursuing my dreams? God, there's so much to me. Why aren't I the girl that I was in university anymore? Yeah. I should be. There's never a satiating moment for a parent, whether you're stay at home or working. And the judgment that comes along with that makes it really hard just to be present and yeah. happy. But the kid judgment too, because I, I do 13 and a half hours a day. And I see my kid 90 minutes a day. That includes homework time and dinner time and everything else, which is not a lot. And I'll find myself sitting there and you think that you're spending time with them. And then my kid will just reach over and take my phone out of my hand. Brutal. Right? Yeah, been there. Right? All the time. It's hard to turn off. It's really hard to... You're like, what the hell am I doing? Who am I? Who am I'm I? Like, I'm a Lion monster. King looking into the water, <laughs> waiting for a figgy to be like, right? drop the phone. <laughs> totally. Right? The momentum of this show is fantastic. People oh, thank you. and and you heard, you started to hear it like it came out it debuted and then then slowly 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 you started to hear everybody being like are you watching are you watching are you watching oh that's nice Thanks. right so are, how how are people now 
Um, when is this? So the show is on how many nights? Of, it's uh, what it's night? Thursdays at nine. Thursdays on at CBC. nine. And the great thing about a show like this is that when you discover it, say on season three. Mm. I love discovering brand new shows that have a back catalog because you feel fantastic. You're like, yes. oh my God, now I can go back and watch Worth all the, the episodes. Totally. Worth the investment. Fully. Right. Well, and we have some exciting news. Which is what? So if you are new to the show, not only can you catch it on CBC Gem, mm. but we have some monster news that I literally have not said aloud until right now. Oh, okay. We are going to be on Netflix. We are currently on Netflix Canada, and oh, we will shoot. be a Netflix original in the United States along oh, with the nice. rest of the world. Are you kidding? Later that is winter. huge. That's amazing. Oh, Congratulations. my God. Thank you. I'll take oh. it. I'll take um, it. Yeah. You have to know that's that's life changing. It is, and we've you know the fans have been extraordinary because I get you know tweets and grams and everything from people in America being like this show sounds like my kind of show. Yes, how come I can't see it? And for so long I've you know during negotiations had to keep quiet, and I'm so excited to finally be able to shout. Oh my god, off that's great! Everyone needs to watch this show, at Working Moms. And one thing before we let you go, Catherine Reitman, is that your husband on the show. Mm. In real life, as your husband, correct. Without spoiling anything, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's not really my favorite guy on the show. No, Toronto <laughs> is spitting in his eggs a lot right yeah, now. Yeah, so does like how do you? The idea yeah, is like, he's the greatest guy. Like literally, you get, so why you gotta play him like that? No, no, then? But like, do you, do you ever because get? Okay. I understand story structure, guys. <laughs> no, I know. Like, <laughs> do you ever get mad at him in real life for things? Because of his character on the show, if only like, it, I'm too busy point? being mad at him in real life for being my husband. I mean, yeah. we're still we're still a working married couple that gets angry at each other. And imagine not only do you have children together, but you work together yeah. and see, witness each Jeez. other's failures all day. Uh, two episodes back to back, CBC nine o'clock, Working Moms. Catherine Reitman, thank you so much for joining us on the Rosamo Show. Also Netflix, uh, Netflix, what? Netflix. That's the big news. Do you have one of those air horns? Oh Netflix. <laughs> 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 that was the greatest moment of my morning. Thank you. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Happy New Year, Reese. Hey, Happy New Year. It's Mocha and the smoothest, cool, coolest dude of all, Roz. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> you know. Damn, son. Why you gotta Why you gotta roast me like that? Shoot. <laughs> we are still fresh in 2019. Yeah. Anything else? Yeah. Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I was just wondering. I just wanted to tell you something, Mocha. What's up? Um, I I was I heard you on the podcast once when you said you played Fortnite once. Yeah. And the kids are just mean. Yeah, very. I get I get bullied for my voice. Why would you for, get bullied for, for my, your voice? Yeah, because I sound like a two year old to everybody else. No, you don't. Oh. You, you sound like you sound like a pixie. That's even worse. Right. <laughs> Are you how tall are you? Six inches? Uh, no, I'm four foot seven. Okay, huh. four foot seven. That's little. That's little. No, you're taller than Maury. <laughs> yeah. I'm ten years old. <laughs> All right, no. thanks, Reese. Happy New Year. We always, okay. uh, hey, Reese. Listen, this is a place where it's uh, you come to get roast and roasted. Okay. Okay. All right, buddy. It's so also a safe zone. It's a safe zone. That's what I mean, right? You come Mocha? here, you you yeah. roast me. I'm gonna. Okay, never mind. Okay, <laughs> I just, Reese don't care. No, yeah, what's up? What's up? No. Uh, I'll play Fortnite with you sometime. Uh, no. <laughs> okay. No, absolutely not. <laughs> okay, bye, Reese. Bye. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. So I watched a ton of Netflix over the holidays. Oh, same. And I got caught up on a lot of stuff. The new season of Lemony Snicket was just out of control good. Oh, I haven't got that yet. It was so good. And then... 
we started getting down to the bottom of the well on Netflix and the big sort of banner for you showed up. This new show called <gasps> You. Did you watch the whole thing? No. Okay. We're, okay. Do you know how it ends? Don't okay. tell me. Okay. We're, uh, we have I'm going to play you. I'm going to play you exactly how far into you that we got. Okay. Because we're on episode... We just finished episode seven, so we still have eight, nine, and ten to go. Okay, so so let me get this straight. You can correct me, okay? Yeah. Is the show about some obsessive stalker? Yes. <laughs> okay, I have no interest in watching that. Well, I, I do because I really don't care as much. I understand that it's a show. I can't watch that in the house with Catherine because Catherine has no interest in watching somebody stalk a woman. That's not entertaining for her, reg- regardless of the circumstances or how good of a show it is. Okay. It's just not entertaining. I'm not saying it's a good show. So we put it on, and I explained to her, I'm like, what if it is just like, what if it happens to just be a good show? Like, it's dark, and it, like we can get into that. And she's like, yeah, okay, so we put it on, and we got 20 seconds into it with this voiceover, with the guy's voice, mm-hmm. where she got yeah. up off the couch, leaned forward, and just shut the television off. So this is as far into you as we got. Well, hello there. Who are you? Based on your vibe, student. Your blouse is loose. You're not here to be ogled, but those bracelets, they jangle. You like a little attention. Okay. I bite. You search the books, uh, fiction, F through K. Now, you're not the standard insecure nymph hunting for Faulkner you'll never finish. Too sun-kissed for Stephen King. Mm-hmm. Will you buy? You sound apologetic, like you're embarrassed to be a good girl, and you murmur your first word to me. Hello. Do you work here? Guilty. Okay. It was at that point Catherine was like, no! Absolutely not. I can't listen to this guy's voice while he stalks this girl. That voice is just way too much. It's over the top, it's creepy, there's no point to this show, and it will never exist in my world. So, feel free to watch you and tell me how it is, because if it changes and Um, becomes something other than this horrific voice and this guy stalking this girl, then maybe I'm interested in it. If it is nothing more than that, absolutely not. uh, Newer version of Dexter. Really? Yeah, it's very Dexter-ish. And if you watch the show, you know why I say that. Does he kill people? Like he gets revenge on people? Does the stalker kill stalkers? Uh, he kills people? Yeah. Oh, interesting. He does. He does kill people. Is he a good guy? No. Oh. That's the thing. He's not a good guy. But is it this voiceover the whole time? It's the voiceover the Does he talk the like that the whole time? time. No, I'll I can't you, do that. I'll tell you where it gets I can't annoying. Do that. I'll tell you where it gets annoying. Yeah. When he's having a conversation with people, he'll say a word, but then after immediately... He'll say it in his mind, hence the voiceover. Oh, yeah. That part gets really, nah, really annoying. Nah, my I wife can't. loves the show. Really, though. huh? I'll tell you, ladies be loving this show. I don't know. And I watch it because I know my wife loves it. Really? And I mean, maybe I'm thing. wrong. If you can convince me, you or anybody else, yeah. you want to convince me to watch this show? Oh, absolutely not. No, no, don't watch Go it. Go ahead. No. Go ahead. I'm open for business, uh, but I can't do the voice. I can't do that voiceover, and I can't listen to some guy talk like that while he's talking. The, the show was uh, already renewed for a second season. I, I can't do that for Netflix. It's too. It's it was too... supposed to be on Life. Season two got renewed on Lifetime. Really? And then Netflix was like, 
Nah, this belongs to us. Really? Yeah. So People they, are loving this? They are loving it. Oh, God. Yeah, but don't watch. It's not that good. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Hey, it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey, so I want to convince Roz to watch you. <laughs> okay, what is your name? Anissa. Anissa, did you finish watching the entire uh, series on Netflix? I did. Okay. <laughs> What do so, you, I assume you love the show. I do. So, I don't know, is it just the voice that Roz finds annoying? No, I find that, I find this show annoying the same way that I found 13 Reasons Why annoying. Um, oh, no, that was a good show, too. No, it wasn't. Oh, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. I'll say, no, oh. it, wasn't a, it wasn't a good show because it was... It, it, it was geared towards young teens, and it was a show about revenge suicide. And that I'll show them, you know, they'll really, you know, uh, they'll they'll hate it when I'm gone, and I'll get my revenge. It's it was it was terrible. The entire premise of that show was just so far off any world that you should be making a show about. It was so insulting. And with this show, I can't find stocking sexy or charming. Like it just, it, I'm not gonna, I'm not that guy. Wait, like I can't even suspend my disbelief enough. Anissa, you didn't find the show like sexy and like sweet. No, and stuff, no, no. Right? Oh. At, I don't know. At parts, I kind of, I might sound crazy for saying this, but I kind of found it funny seeing the way that he thinks with the voiceover. No, I don't know if you don't know, but he was actually one of the main characters on Gossip Girl, Dan. So like, I've kind of gotten used to the voice because yeah. I've seen Gossip Girl, but. I don't know. I, I guess I just kind of thought I, maybe I'm crazy. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I just I can't. I, know. I can't. I don't want to. I can't normalize this stuff. Like I, I can't. I, I I don't know. Stalking's not. Stalking's not. Uh, it's not sexy. Like it's not. It's not cool. Well, it's not. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it for anyone who's listening, right? But I mean, uh, wait, 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 Anissa. So my wife no, and I watch the show, <laughs> and we're only on like episode eight. But we're going to watch episode 8, 9, and 10 tonight. So don't, whatever you say, better not ruin the end of the show. I got to be careful what I say here. <laughs> I, man, well, then, Mocha, you obviously know that they end up dating. Oh! Right? Well, yeah. Can I spoil it? Oh. Oh. No, no, don't spoil it. No, okay. And anyway, you've said, you've said too much. No, well, I mean, then it kind of gets into. I guess you got. Anissa, hey, if I'm you're a big fan it. of the show, you'll be happy to know that uh, they have started production on season two. Yay! Yeah, they actually started you, production back in like all, November. Are you gonna finish it? Are you planning on finishing it? Oh yeah, no, my wife loves the show. Yeah. We'll finish it. I like watching shows with her. Even if I'm not, like, the biggest fan, and if I know she is, I will still sit there and watch a show or a series because I know she likes it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, right. see, you're, you're right. a better man than my husband. Oh, wow, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. What you doing, lady girl? Uh, I hope he's not listening right now because he's got to get this so. Don't worry. He knows. Oh! <laughs> Thanks, Anissa. Have a good day. All right, you too. Bye. Hi, it's Ron Zamoka. What's going on? Good morning, guys. Welcome back. Thank, Thank you. you. What's your name? Uh, Valerie. What's up, Valerie? Uh, I just had a comment about the Netflix show You that you guys were just talking about. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we totally binged it over the holidays. We finished it last night. Wow. And I agree with you, Mocha. It's not good. But it's entertaining. And if you like yelling at the TV, like I do, um, the voiceover is very convenient if you like to argue with fictional characters. Yeah, it's, I don't know. And there's parts of the show that 
I don't know, just for me at least, just very unrealistic. Yes. Oh, completely. Like, for example, know. and this isn't giving anything away, yeah. but the uh, lead female character who lives in New York City, presumably on the ground floor, maybe I, I would, what, maybe second floor, Valerie? And but she I has say second floor, yeah. no window Nope. Covering, no shade, nope. no curtains, nothing. So all one, two, three, four, five, I guess five of her windows that face the street in New York yeah. are completely wide open. So oh. when right. she's eating her breakfast, you can see. When she steps out of the shower in her towel, you could fully see. Right. When she climbs into bed, you could see. When she's sitting on her, on her laptop on the couch, you can see. Yeah, you can see absolutely everything that she's doing. And she doesn't hide it either. She's not, not even trying all. to. Hey, our no. text is blowing up, too, with all women. Mackenzie, Madeline, they're all texting and saying that they've binged it and loved it. Yeah, I can't do it. I, can't, I just can't, I I can't, I can't watch a stalker show. Yeah. I don't know. It's, You're it's probably not a, better off not watching and the show. And who's that guy? Else. Who plays that guy? What's that his name? I don't like him. Oh, uh, Paige, uh, Paige Bagley or Paige something like Bagley? that? Paige Bagley? Yeah, I don't like that guy. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of a weirdo. Yeah. I mean, anyway. he's probably maybe a nice guy in real life, but he, he comes off like a real D, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right, Valerie. Thanks so much. All right. Later. Good morning. Bye, guys. All right, later. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. First day back for all the kids at school. Yay! Yeah, you made it through the holidays, kids. Don't worry. Of course. School starts again. Thank yeah. God. <laughs> you survived the holidays. Now, do they treat it kind of like a, a slower uh, day today? No. Nah, like they go, they get right, right back no, in? No, they, they get right just... in. They slap them in the face as soon as they walk into class. Yeah. Boom. 2019. Yeah. New year, new homework. Yeah. And they just, you know, you take the opportunity to. I always used to love the first day back at school because you would sit and talk to all the other kids about what you got and yeah. all this stuff. And... Maury and I did that this morning in the car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right? You went through your Christmas presents? Yeah. <laughs> right? Wait, so who initiated the conversation? Who asked who? Like, hey, what'd you get for Christmas? I actually don't remember because I just remember, like, it's, it sort of happened organically like it did when you were a kid where you'd just be like, hey, what'd you get? Right? Yeah. Like, it was, just, it was just that kind of thing. And so, Maury, we know you went to New York with your husband, Matthew, and you guys had a real wonderful time. And um, Maury's going through some of his stuff, and he mentions to me what his dad Frank got him. Ooh! And I, I kind of ended the conversation there because I don't know exactly how Maury felt about it, or whether it was like a, a gift that he desperately needed and said and had on his wish list. Like yeah. I didn't know any of this stuff. I just know what it was that he got. So I would like to share that gift with you now and then we can kind of get into Maury's oh, yeah, please. reaction for it. So Maury, first of all, your dad Frank has been your dad for how long? Uh, 40 years. 40 years. Yeah. <laughs> Knows you. I have to think about it. I'm like, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Your age, not his age. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. By the way, your dad Frank is how old? Uh, 63. Okay. okay. So knows you pretty well. One would think. Okay. So you're there, you're opening gifts, you're exchanging the whole thing. It's all wonderful. Yeah. Okay. So your dad gives you a box, you open it. Mm-hmm. Inside that box was what? A spice rack. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Regift, regift. Was you that a re-gift? Think, oh my God! You think? Oh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, regift. Of course. Did Frank regift that to you? Do you think? Oh, you think he regifted it to me? Yes. yes. I think somebody at Frank's work. Interesting. Maybe gave him you a don't spice give, rack. You don't give your kid a coworker gift. Yeah, I think that's what <laughs> no, happened. You don't. Or, 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 or somebody gave your stepmom Donna the spice rack, oh, and then your dad's God. probably thinking. What do we give Maury? And Donna was like, hey, guess what? I got this amazing spice rack. Right. 
You, I don't really need it. Let's give it to Maury. You don't think they think that way, do you? Okay, hold on here. So how do you feel about the spice rack? Was, it, did, was this something that you guys wanted? But the only spice we ever use at home is herbs de Provence on everything. Right. Like we don't have spice. Is that because it sounds fancy or because you yes, actually no, like the spice? Be- it sounds fancy. Because it sounds fancy. Uh. <laughs> so you don't use spice on anything? No, like maybe a little bit of kosher salt or pepper. Now, did on the rest stuff, of the but... family all contribute? Like, were you sitting there and somebody was like, more the peppers for me? <laughs> <laughs> no. It was all in the box. <laughs> so, what did you say when you opened the gift? What did you say to them? Well, I, I I sort of like tapped Matthew's foot because that's our signal for like Kate okay, play along. Yeah, right. that's our international symbol, and I was just like, oh my god, this is fabulous. Right. What's your what's your what's your secret code word when you want to leave somewhere that you don't want to be anymore? Oh, muskrat. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Um, what did I want to talk to you about here? My head's all scattered. Give me a oh, second. No. Something wrong? No, I read a headline and then I didn't want to read the story and I thought I would just do a live. Okay. Oh, oh, more people will die this week than any other time of year. <gasps> this week? That's yeah. so sad. So that's the headline. Why? After uh, the holidays blues? I don't know. Apparently. But you made it through the first part of the week, so that's good. Well, I made it to Tuesday morning, Maury. <laughs> like, you don't got to pump my tires that much. It was not that difficult. <laughs> We're eight days into 2019, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Eight days. Just get to Friday and you can live. So, yeah, I don't know why. So apparently more people die this week than any other week of the year. A study found that during the second week of January, about 40% more people die than any other weeks of the year. Damn. That's so sad. Well, you got to tell us why. There's no reason why. But it's not like if it's not like everybody dies of one thing this time of year. But is it's it because people, people have just the flu? Die. Is it because we gained weight over the holidays? I don't know, man. I don't know. Listen, don't say we. You. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I only had three servings of turkey at my dad's over the holiday. Three. Wow. <laughs> Too, too many for me. <laughs> Three servings. But how often were you at your father's place? Or no, that- no, it was like I went for seconds and then I went for thirds. Oh, on the same night? Oh. Yeah. Oh. He didn't make three turkeys. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Hey, let me ask you a question about tipping. You want more? You just ran in the room. <laughs> Hello, damn it, Maury. Oh, I'm in all in for tipping. Are you? Are you, oh. You're not a big tipper. Oh, God, no. Oh, okay. I just don't know why I thought that for a second. <laughs> I just seemed very excited. Uh, when it comes to tipping, mm. so where do you draw the line on who you tip for the service they provide? So I'll give you an example. Okay. When you're in a bar. Yes. And somebody brings you a drink. Yes. Do you tip them? If somebody uh, brings you a drink versus getting the drink at the bar. No, like somebody, you're sitting there, somebody brings you a drink, and then you get the bill. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course you do. Okay. What if you're on an airplane sitting there? Somebody brings you a drink. Do I tip them? Do you tip them? No. Do you tip the flight attendant? No. Why not? I've never thought of it, to be honest with you. Well, can I I just figure? I just figure that it's part of the... Well, maybe not, because you're still paying for the drink, right? You're still paying for the drink. But hold on. Mm. But on an airplane, you pour it, because they hand you the little thing, you pour it yourself. They're not pouring it into the cup, right? Nah, it depends on what airline. Yeah, yeah, it's all different. But you know what? I've paid with a credit card, yeah. and there's never been like an option to tip. Well, Frontier Airlines is now allowing that option to be implemented. Really? So now mm. you have the option to tip flight attendants. You know what? I would do it. Would you? Yeah, I really? would do it. If Yes, I would do it. Jeez. Not a chance. If the option is there, yeah. 
No. Listen, I, I, I'm still having, to, if I didn't have to pay for the drink, yeah. if the drinks were completely free, yeah. right? Then, then I would, then maybe I would leave a tip if the drinks were free. Yeah. So you also pay so have to have much ca- money to be on that No, plane. but you'd have to have cash on you to do that though, right? No, because it's all machine. No, but if they're bringing you... Oh, yeah, then you need cash. You right? need to like, slip them a little something on the exactly. way out. Exactly. So I don't really carry cash on me or right. change or anything right. like that. Yeah. It's all debit or credit. Yeah. No, I can't. And not when you pay as much as you do for airline, like for the tickets to get on the plane. It no. doesn't make any sense. Like if you had to pay that okay, much let me money ask to get you this. into the restaurant. Yeah. Let me ask you this then. By the way, we're talking about whether or not you should tip your flight attendant. Sure. So by that, we'll go down that path, damn it, Maury. You pay a couple hundred bucks to go see the Raptors or the Leafs yeah. at Scotiabank Arena, right? Yeah, Hundreds of true. dollars. Right. And you go to the bar and you buy a $16, $17 beer. Would you not tip the bartender then? Yeah, you t- I tip them there, yeah. Yeah, but those exp- those tickets are pretty expensive. That's but, like two tickets for a Leaf game is like a... It's, like, a, it's a flight. That's it's a, a flight, flight to Montreal to, and home. yeah. But I guess the difference is, is that when you're at the sporting event, you're what that you're paying for that experience. But when you're on the plane, the, you assume that when no, you don't. Okay, I know. Here's what. Here's the thing. It's an irrational sort of thing, which is just on principle alone, you feel that when you buy an overpriced airline ticket, you're somehow getting screwed. And yet, and so, then on top of that, I have to pay for right, my sandwich. Yes. It's, it's a principle issue. It's I remember not back a, in the day, you'd get the food for free. Right, because Maury's super old. I don't remember that. Do you? No. <laughs> no. When if you flew at night, you get the meal. <laughs> a meal at night on Dude, a plane. Maury, I remember when you could bring your own beer on planes. Really. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Do you know who the actor uh, Neil McDonough is? If I show you a picture, you might know. Where's he from? Uh, he was in Band of Brothers, Desperate Housewives. Um, if you're a fan of suits like I am, you'll know him as uh, I... Sean Cahill. This guy. Okay, I you know it's so okay. funny. Never saw Band of Brothers. Never. Yeah. I'm. What is? What did you tell me? Designing women. What show no, did you say? Desperate Housewives. Oh, Desperate Housewives. No, I never watched like Desperate you know. Housewives. Come on. So the reason why I bring his name up. Yeah. It's not that you're necessarily supposed to know his name, but the story behind some of the roles that he takes and loses, and because he's super super religious, and he says like like. like Christian religious or a different yeah, religion? Christian religious. Okay. He says his undying devotion to his wife, who's an ex-model, keep him from getting up close and personal with co-stars on screen, even if it costs him jobs and hefty paychecks to go along with them. Wow. He says, quote, I won't kiss any other woman because these lips are meant for one woman. Wow. Look at this, Maury. This is an actor who leaves money on the table because he refuses to kiss somebody you on film. Know? You want to know how much? Behavior. You want what to know does he how turn much? down? Yeah, show me. Tell me. He's turned down a role. Yeah. With ABC. Yeah. In 2010 yeah. for the show Scoundrels for $1 million. Yeah. 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 He left a million dollars on the table because, it because he won't for kiss another woman. His character oh, to kiss another woman. God. And he oh was like, nope, absolutely not. Oh my God. I ain't kissing nobody oh else. Oh my God. I almost had a role oh similar my God. That, that ended up dead in the water. 
But oh I would have had God. to have ended up in bed with somebody. Yeah, but you didn't tell Matthew about this. No, and I was going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> See, now that's acting. Yes. That's how you survive show business. Really? Which show was it? It was just like an independent gay film. Yeah, it was uh -huh. a movie. Like an actual, like, legit film. So. Wow. So this guy, this actor, Neil McDonoghue, said that when he joined the cast of Desperate Housewives... He was the husband of one of the main characters. And he told the creator of the show, I'm sure you know, but I'm not going to kiss anybody. Yeah. And the show creator said, but this is Desperate Housewives. Yeah. And he said, I know. <laughs> and the creator then said, listen to this though, because the guy still got the job. Yeah. The creator then just said, all right, I'm just going to have to write better. Wow. And wow. wrote around the fact that he won't kiss another actress. Wow. Regardless if, of the show or movie. Wow. I'm not mistaken. The way they then ended up writing that is he and his on-screen Desperate Housewives wife at the time were separating and fighting, and that's why. He so there was it. no intimacy. No, with the, was, between the two characters, yeah, they were fighting. He left a million dollars on the table dollars. because he wouldn't kiss another woman on screen. Yeah, his that's name is his Neil, Mc, Mc, Neil McDonough. You know what he sounds like to me? Uh. A guy who got busted cheating previously. Oh, more <laughs> he's like you. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I just, <sighs> What's the matter? You I look get, shook. Yeah, I get distracted a lot. What were you distracted about? YouTube. Oh. Yeah, I hear ya. What tube did you go down? Well, I saw the cover of a video for a video that I wish I didn't see. Because it's scary or? So Bird Box on Netflix, the one big mystery is... What did the monsters look like? Oh, yeah. The aliens. Yeah. Or whatever. Whatever. They were the entities. Whatever. Yeah. And they never showed, spoiler alert, they right. never showed them at all. Yeah. And there's one point in the movie where you thought you were going to see them. And I guess maybe they filmed stuff featuring these creatures. Yeah. And they didn't include them. They chose not to include them in the movie. So then I saw this thing pop up on YouTube. And it said, what the bird box creatures look like finally revealed. And I see this picture and I'm like, ah, now it ruins the movie for me. Yeah. Do you yeah. want to see? Yeah, Actually, I saw it already. They look oh, like you did? They look like babies. Oh, why'd you have to say it? Spoiler alert. Right? They look like babies. Yeah, they just look like giant babies <laughs> with their eyes closed and like wrinkly mouths, like yeah. old man mouths. Yeah, they look like babies, which is the weird thing. Yeah. Like, they look like babies weird. with old people mouths. Yeah. Right? Like imagine a baby with a man mouth. Yeah, that's... So right? weird. <laughs> baby mouths are very specific, but when you put like yeah. a man's mouth on a baby, yeah. it's Picture weird. Like, not just a regular man's mouth, like an 80-year-old. Yeah. That's like a, a mouth that's seen better days. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a mouth that has smoked a lot. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Slept outside more than it should. Maybe didn't take care of their teeth. Sure, yeah. yeah Maybe but gingivitis. A, yeah, it's a baby with a man mouth. It's interesting, though, because with that, there was... When people saw those things in Bird Box, uh -huh. they went nuts. That woman walked into a car that was on fire, everything else. Like, they go nuts and they just start killing themselves. It's mass hysteria everywhere. But there was the element of Bird Box where people who had 
already had mental illness or had been in treatment centers or whatever, they were fine. They were immune to it. They were immune to it, but they weren't immune. So I'm reading this thing, and so here's here's the, the, the what made sense to me, okay? So whatever you saw that was terrifying, uh-huh. okay, and made you kill yourself, if you ha- it basically made you see what the mentally ill always said that they saw, somebody dealing with those issues saw. That's why they were institutionalized. So when the mentally ill saw it, because if you remember, other people who saw it said that it was like this horrific thing that made you do horrific things. Yeah. When the mentally ill people saw it, they said it was beautiful. So it it was it was it was reversed. Right. It had the reverse effect on the people who were mentally ill. And that's why they were the ones who were surviving because they said that it was beautiful. But everybody else made you want to kill yourself. Because of the giant babies with man mouths. Oh, gross. <laughs> so gross. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix? Roz and Mocha got you. Hi, Christine. What's going on? Good. Not so much. How are you? Doing great. Uh, first of all, we want to start with uh, your age. How old are you, Christine? 25. Okay, 25. Because this would change the way uh, we may be able to offer uh, some sort of advice to help you navigate through this situation. Makes sense. Uh, Christine, you write us, Razamoka FML Fix My Life. How do you know if you like your best friend as more than a friend? I've liked him on and off for years, but sometimes I think it's the idea of him and not having any other options, mixing that up with just being friends. Wow. Does this guy know that you've liked him on and off? Uh, He has in the past, and I think I have maybe screwed myself over because a couple months ago I told him that I didn't like him because I was mad at him, I guess, and now I'm back to feeling like, okay, maybe I do. But are those just feelings of guilt or are those feelings of you actually falling in love with him? Well, that's my question. I don't know. Not guilt, for sure. Okay, Okay. so you you don't feel guilty that you may have sort of shut him down a little bit? No. And okay, so but do you love him? I don't know. That's my thing because okay. we've been friends for ten years, and I go through periods where I realize he's not the perfect man. Never, ha- never will be. Mm-hmm. But there's things that I don't know if it's just because I don't have any other options, and he's just what I have close to me right now. Yeah. Why do you say that you have no <laughs> other options? Because I don't like. There's nobody. There's no other guy in my life at this moment who I would consider dating, and I'm not meeting a lot of people at the moment. Okay, so I will say this right now. This sounds like a relationship out of convenience. This sounds like, you know, when two friends used to say, hey, if we're both 35 and still single, let's get married. And they said that when they were 20, you know? Um, If you're not sitting here thinking about a future with this person, then chances are it's not real love, Mm. okay? Um, okay. if, if they're constantly on your mind, but they're on your mind because of your loneliness or they're on your mind mm-hmm. because it's the idea just seems convenient, then I don't know if these are the feelings that maybe you think they are. Right. Like they should fit into all when you fit when you think of this person, he should fit into all aspects of your life, not just yeah. make some parts of your life easier. Right. You should be you should close your eyes and think of a life with this person, not life at the moment and how you won't be lonely anymore. Right. Christine, does this guy have a girlfriend right now? No. When he did have a girlfriend, how did that make you feel? Jealous. Yeah, I didn't like her very much. But also being jealous, being jealous doesn't mean you're in love with him. Yeah. 
right? It's not being, uh, the, the, like being jealous in that way that your friend is dating someone else is actually like quite immature. Yeah. You should as an adult be, be okay with that. Now, if you are in love with them, right? Like if this is for you or for anybody else listening right now, if you're in that friendship and you are debating as to whether or not to tell that friend that you love them, the only question that you need to ask yourself is, will the friendship survive the honesty? So if you tell your friend that you love them and if they don't love you back, will you guys still be friends? What's your answer to that, Christine? I think it would take some time, but I do think we'd still be friends. Mm, take some time. So yeah. listen, don't tell them. Move on. Okay. Try to get an ex guy. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't sound like you're not. You're not. Like you don't have a future with this guy. Like yeah. you don't see a future with this guy. That's not what you're thinking about. That you like truly I, like him. But I can't see my life without him either. But but you can't see your life without him in it, or you can't see your life without him in your life, all aspects of your life. I can't see my life without him being in my life and being a part of my life. Like right, he's but a do big you, part of my right? Life. But do you see him being like a father to your children? Do you see yourself yeah. holding his hand in a hospital bed when one of his parents is dying? Yes. But you don't see family. You see friendship. You value yeah. the friendship. Okay? Like even just yeah. now when Ross asked you that question about whether or not you could see this guy being father to your children, if it was a hardcore yes, you would answer that right away and not wait three seconds and say, um. Yeah, you, uh, you, you, you like him as a friend and he is there for certain aspects of your life. But from everything you're saying to us, this isn't the guy for you. You're lonely. You want love. Yeah. Who doesn't want love? Everybody wants love. I don't care what you say. Everybody wants love. They want somebody to love and they want somebody to love. It's the greatest thing in the world. Christine, you got to get over this guy and the fact you're, you know, that the fact that you like him and you got to get yourself out there. Online dating, apps, whatever. <sighs> do your Oof. thing. Yeah. Okay. Right? Don't let this guy distract you or what you think you uh, see in a potential quote unquote relationship uh, cloud the fact that there are other dudes out there for you. All right. All right. Before, oh. we, before we let you go, before we what? let you go, how much of a priority is this guy in your life? Um, probably number two to work. Yeah. Move on. Yeah. Okay. Lots to think about. Okay, love. All right. Take care. Thanks so much. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life, only on KISS. Remember uh, Felicia Rashad? Yeah, Claire Huxtable. Claire Huxtable. Claire Huxtable's joining. Sorry, Felicia Rashad is joining. Uh, this is us. No, she is not. Yeah, she's going to play Beth's mom. Yeah? Yeah. She played uh, Adonis Creed's mom in the Creed movies. That's right. And she's also on Empire, which I don't watch. I gave up on Empire yeah. after season two. Yeah, I gave up on This Is Us after season one. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah, I didn't even finish season two. Didn't even finish season two. Felicia and I love season one. Like, I loved it with all my heart. I love season one. I really, really did. But and you then just bailed. As soon as, they, as soon as they played out the gimmick of what killed the dad. Ah, spoiler alert! Whatever. As soon as I they played out. Whatever. As soon as they played out the gimmick of who killed the dad, I just realized that they were all self-absorbed, annoying twits. Really? All wow. the kids. I what hate the that? kids. I hate, what's wrong with that, Maury says. <laughs> what's wrong with that? Look at me every day. <laughs> no, um, Chrissy Metz, who I think is a, is a wonderful person, everything yeah. I've seen with her in interviews, love her. Her character is insufferable. 
Uh, really? The, the actor guy, the hunky jabroni actor. What's that guy's name? The other brother? What's his name? Justin Hartley is his real name. Yeah, uh, insufferable. So self-centered. Everything yeah. is about them. Hey, uh, Randall. I even started to not like Randall. The, the the mom I hated Sterling the, K. Brown. Sterling, really? No, I like Sterling K. Brown, oh. but I started to not like Randall. The, the only person gotcha. in the show that I liked yeah. that I had any interest in was Beth, who I think from the beginning was the best character of that show. And by the end was of it, that when anymore? I no, no, no. Beth is uh, Sterling K. Rand Brown's wife. Yeah. Randall's oh, okay. wife. Okay. She's the best character on that show. She's the best written what character on that Mandy show. Man, you know, I hated Mandy Moore too. What? Because she was terrible. Everything is about it, it's it's. I can't sit there and watch the self-centered jabronis just act like spoiled brats. And I'm over now. I understand your dad died, right? You're not alone in that. Get it. It's okay. But your actions and the way you treat people are horrible. Wow. Like horrible. And I had to bail. I had to bail on the show. I really did. So... Hey, so Felicia Rashad. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. I got a cold. Oh, no! And the thing, yeah, and, and I'll tell you, the thing that sucks with the cold is that coffee tastes terrible. Oh, dude, that sucks. Yeah, because yeah, I love coffee. Who and this is like this is like right at the time of day where I really enjoy coffee. Yeah. And it just tastes awful. It's terrible. You ever drink tea? Do you want tea? Yeah, no. I, no, I don't. I mean, I, I have drink drank tea before. Catherine yeah. only drinks tea at house at the house. Catherine I have green tea here. No, green tea kind of buzzes me you. up. Too much going on in green tea. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I don't like I it. I like it. No, it buzzes me up too much. It makes much. me pee a lot. Does it really? Yeah. yeah. Green tea? Oh, my God. It clears me up. No, um, I took a... Um, what the hell did I take? I don't know. Some sort of medication this, that I shouldn't have. All that stuff, the yeah. uh, whether it's a daytime, nighttime, whatever it is, all that cold medication uh -huh. that's out there, I feel fine on it, right? Like, I'm great. No problems. The only thing that it does is it messes me up to where I can't read. Like you I can't, can't read. No, I get my focus. It's my eyes when I have to focus. Really? That's everything else. I feel great. Yeah, I can do all the stuff. Give somebody a hug, sing a song, do all that stuff. I'm not going to hug you more. Go back in your room. Ouch. Um, but uh, <laughs> I'm not but, sick enough to roast. But, but reading really messes me up. Like yeah, read, yeah, yeah, reading really. But doesn't messes it put me you up. to sleep, which is amazing? No, because the daytime stuff keeps you up. No, if you take the nighttime stuff at night, you'll wake up feeling. No, great. I don't like that because then I don't. I don't like being the feeling that I'm under a narcotic. Like I don't like yeah. taking a pill and then it makes you fall asleep. It really. But when you're it, sick, it's great. No. It makes neocitrin and Southern Comfort. That way you fall asleep and you sweat it out. Neocitrin and Southern Comfort. See all that stuff. Yeah. All the nighttime stuff. I find I had to stop taking, and I don't know if this happens with you guys or anybody listening. But when you read some of the side effects on the side of the box, right, it will say <laughs> that may cause um, anxiety, like anxiety or yeah. uh, not anxiety, sorry, restlessness. Yeah. So when I take it in the evening time, even if I take it at like seven and I go to bed at nine, nine thirty, yeah. throughout the night, like every hour, I'm just like waking up, my heart's racing and I just can't get can't get to sleep. Yeah, I'm. So I had to stop taking that. Yeah, that see, stuff. I'm like I'm like that as well. I I if there are side effects listed on the bottle, I will get them all for yeah. everything that I take. For everything that I take, I remember about ten years ago, I was trying to quit smoking, and I went on one of those I don't know those quit smoking pills that they give you. Yeah, and the side effects were like irritability, mood swings, everything else. And Catherine picked me up from work one day, and I got in the car. And we drove about a half a kilometer. By the time we got to the end of half a kilometer, she was in tears. No. Yeah. Why? Because I was such an a-hole. <gasps> I got all the side effects. I became a monster. And you had to poo. 
No, no, I, I know. I was a monster. Really? Like an absolute monster. I can't imagine that. Monster. From you? Yeah, and I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> but I didn't know what was going on. I know it's hard to believe, right? Me, so nice and kind, right? That I could, that I could turn into such a terrible person with medication. <laughs> Maury's having the greatest day of his life right now. <laughs> we just started I've, never, I've never seen him laugh this much. I've never once told a joke that made Maury laugh this much on the show. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Oh, I'm so tired. You know what I'm saying? Stupid Bachelor. Oh, dude. Okay, so I started to watch a Bachelor. Yeah. Can I tell you all the um the virgin comments? Yeah. You loved? Got me. Just so I was hot. Oh. I was fed up. Oh, I you stopped, were? Yeah, I stopped watching after. Why though? Why? It just became about him being virgin and not anything else. Yeah, but you I found. But you don't think that that's what the show is about? It's I a guess. guy who's going on television to With fall in love and propose women. to somebody who's never had sex before. I know that's a but, big story. I know, but I just felt like they too many comments, like way too many. Yeah, but they got to wrap the show like that. And and I know that people yes. are kind of going off on social media that they didn't like how there was uh, that all the women that were coming out of the car, some of the women that were coming out of the, the limos were making virgin jokes. Like the girl from Toronto popped the balloon and said that she popped his cherry. Yeah. Some other girl did a card trick and then took his V card. <laughs> right? Yeah. But... He keeps talking about how he's a virgin. He introduced himself as the first virgin bachelor. I know, but you know that was the producers being like, hey, Doesn't can matter. you say... Uh, Doesn't matter. He's into you're, it. You're Colton the virgin. Nah, nah, I know, but he's into it, though. That's how he's yeah. marketing himself. I don't know. I was just like, man, you know, you had, Ari, the, you had Ari, the, the race car driver. You had, you know, so-and-so, the single dad, and you got Colton the virgin, right? A couple what, of fans got engaged. what they are. My night? favorite was the girl that said she hadn't dated a virgin since she was 12. <laughs> Is that within the first hour? Because I don't remember that. Yeah, and I actually... Uh, <laughs> did she get the first impression, Rose? Maybe not. Yeah, no. Uh, the first woman out of the car was like uh, a girl named Demi, where she said that she hadn't dated a virgin since she was 12. Oh, damn. Yeah, so when you were 13, you started dating dudes with experience. Also, wow. with a virgin on these shows, like when you're... Yeah. I expected and celebrated... I'm not one of these people that didn't want to acknowledge that Catherine the woman I love and spent my life with had a past, had a history. Mm. I'm fine with that. Like, I, I, you expect that. And I find it weird when people don't want to acknowledge that the person that they're with, whether it be their husband or their wife, had some sort of history. Yeah. I wouldn't... On these shows, especially like this, when people get hated because they don't want to date Colton because he's a virgin, I understand it. I understand why you wouldn't want to date a virgin. If you want to do anything with anybody else that requires some sort of skill, you want to do it with somebody who's done it before. Otherwise, it's no fun. Tennis. Yeah, it sucks when you're playing it with somebody who's never played tennis before. It's just always winning. Right? It's awful. Ping pong. <laughs> same thing. Yeah. Dancing. Like, if you really want to, like, if you want to go out and impress, right? Yeah. And you, you, you're going to dance. You want to dance with somebody who knows how to dance. Otherwise, you both look like idiots and nobody enjoys themselves. And, and it's extremely boring. Right. It's boring. 
<laughs> so I get this not okay. wanting to date a, a, a virgin. Did you watch the full three hours? I watched the full, <gasps> was it three hours? Yeah. No, I fast forwarded through all of the jibber jabber that was going on with Chris Harrison. I only watched the show oh, part. Oh, okay. I didn't watch any of that nonsense. All right. No. Did you see the two fans that proposed? No, nope, missed it all. Yeah, all the all the stuff that they were doing. The Missed it all. From the different cities? No, I watched When they were in like LA and no. like Dallas. No, it's not for me. You, so just straight up, just the show. Straight up, just the How show. How long is the actual show? Then you think I probably like an hour and a little bit over or an hour. Yeah, yeah, an hour twenty. It's just filled with nonsense. Filled. Just there That's was the so other much thing. garbage. That's the other thing that turned me off the show last night yeah. is the fact that they had all this extra stuff, and I just wanted to see the show. It's not going to be like that anymore. That was the first episode. I know, but uh, but yeah, no. So thirty women down to twenty five. Uh, the sloth. Did she make it through? The girl that yeah. showed up in the sloth no. outfit. She no. did not make it through. She did not. No, because of sweat, I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, have you been watching that? Uh, God, what's her name? Little Japanese lady. On Netflix, who helps oh you clean God. your house, dude? So I just saw the trailer for it, yeah, and I saved it to my Netflix list, and that is the next show that Marie, my wife and I are going to watch. Marie Kondo, Kondo, Kondo. I'd never heard of her, but just you based on the trailer. So Catherine has been doing her sort of way for years since the book came out. Yeah, and oh, it was a book. It was a book. Okay, yeah, yeah. Explain to everybody who this. So she is. is a master at tidying and organizing, and she's Japanese, and she has developed this philosophy and way mm -hmm. over the years. And it's how you organize your house and how you organize your life and where you put things. But it's about letting go to clutter. And it is so energizing when you watch this show yeah. that you desperately want the episode to finish because you need to tidy something up. Yes. Like it's I agree. it's really it's really incredible. My kid went down to her room yesterday because we watched it with Roxy. My kid went down to her room over the weekend and got rid of half her stuff. Really? And was, and was happy to see it go because her thing is this also because she's adorable is that when she walks into somebody's house, it's, the, the format is sort of like hoarders, right? Mm -hmm. Where she walks into somebody's house, they got a lot of stuff going on and then she's there to help them make their way through it. Yeah with certain steps that you have to follow. But the first thing she does is she walks into their house and she thanks their home. So she gets on her knees and sits and she finds an area. So she walks around like in a little circle in the room. Yeah. And she doesn't speak English. So she speaks to her translator. Yeah. And she's like four foot five, maybe. And they're always making jokes of how she can't read stuff on the top hanger racks in <laughs> giant Americans' closets. <laughs> um, and so she gets on her knees and then she closes her eyes and she does like a little moment of meditation thanking the home, which is adorable. But then you start with your clothes. You always start with your clothes. When it comes to tidying up your house, yeah. the only place that you can start with is your clothes because I it's agree. usually your biggest problem. And it's the one that will give you the most satisfaction by the end of it that will energize you to go on and do the rest of the stuff in your house. So if you start with personal items, you have too much attachment to them. Okay? And it takes so, so long. So it's very you, difficult. Like, when I start doing that stuff, like getting rid of the, the personal items, yeah. it takes too long because I look at it and then I'm like, hmm, uh, I don't know. Okay. I remember but here's the deal. This. But here's the deal. So it you reminds start, me of something. You start with clothes. Yes. Okay. And you take all your clothes, everything you own, uh -huh. you throw it on the bed. Okay. Everything. Everything. Every single thing you own okay. and you throw it on the bed. You go through it one by one. Yeah. And you pick up an article of clothing. If it gives you a moment of joy. Just in that very moment. In that very moment. Yeah. If it gives you a moment of joy, you keep it. If it doesn't, you thank it for what it's done for you and it moves on. No, you thank it? Yes. <sighs> okay. Okay. 
So please tell immediately, me if it your gives nine you, year old went into her room and started everything, thanking everything. Everything. If it gave, she touched everything, and if it gave her a moment of joy, it stayed. And then if not, she thanked it, and then it moved on, and we went and we donated everything. Okay, so that I'm telling you, so the moment of joy. So now my life is all things. Yeah, I like look around my house and I, I'll see something and I'll hang on to it. And if it gives me a moment of joy, yeah. I know it's there to stay. And if it so doesn't, we're pretty just, much everything you got rid we're of. Getting rid of everything. Yeah, we're getting rid of everything. And then Catherine went to hold my hand and I pulled my hand away because I thought she was looking to get rid of me. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> She's like, yo, what is this? <laughs> I'm Boy, not, bye. I'm not that moment of joy. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I started watching uh, that Wiener show on Netflix. Wiener? Have you seen it? No. Nah. I think it's called Pinky Malinky. Pinky no? Malinky? It's about, it's about a, it's, it's an Yo, animated man, your show. Netflix is like, like Dude, way different than my mm, Netflix. When you go on R3 Netflix, it looks like we subscribe to three different services. Yeah. Mine, Catherine's, and Roxy's. Mine, right at the top, just says violent movies. <laughs> and then it's all of that. Like, Roxy won't even go on mine. Right. Because it's the, the, the box covers are, are too horrific for her. And she knows they're wildly inappropriate. No, but there's a show called Pinky Malinky. It's about a wiener. Like, not like a, like, I mean, like a hot dog. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like a hot dog. I was that, like, what you doing, Netflix? No, he's a hot, he's a cheerleading hot dog who goes to junior high and lives with a regular family. But they never make mention that the fact that he's a wiener. It's a cartoon? Yeah. Okay. They just never make mention that the fact that he's a wiener. Because Trump was talking last night, and it screwed all the TV up, right? Trump was talking some crazy so, stuff, man. I didn't watch any of that, and then I went on and I, I watched a little bit of Ray Donovan to try and catch up on that. But then I see this Netflix tweet, and Netflix tweeted, think you've seen everything there is to see in Bandersnatch? Try picking up the family photo twice. Oh, F you, Netflix. <laughs> Stop it. No, no, I'm not doing it. You know how much of the, of the holidays I spent on Bandersnatch? Yeah. We were watching. So <laughs> Bandersnatch is the Black Mirror Choose Your Own Adventure movie yeah. where throughout the movie, every couple minutes, a decision has to be made by us, the viewers. Yeah. And it'll show you on the bottom of the screen. For example... Does the character in that scene want to eat cereal A or cereal B? Yeah. And you get to toggle between cereal A or B. You choose that and it takes you down that path. Yeah. And before you start the movie, it says, this movie is like an hour and a half or whatever. Mm -hmm. But with making all these decisions, depending on which path you go down, mm -hmm. you may get to like a dead end and it, the movie ends, but then it takes you back to a previous decision yeah. for you to be able to navigate and continue and make different choices until you get to the very, very, very And it's end. maddening because I, we, we watched it the day it came out. So the social media mapping of how all your choices were didn't yet exist, yeah. right? And we spent three hours on Bandersnatch. God, three hours. Trying to get Stefan to have a happy ending, Right. Just want the poor kid to have a good life. We had. And now I find out that there's a new way to go by picking up the family photo twice. I don't know if I could do it. I don't know <laughs> if I could do it, honestly. Because we spent like two hours one night watching. Yeah. And then my wife was like, I can't do this anymore. No. And I said, okay, I'll finish tomorrow. Yeah. And then the next night I spent an additional maybe 30. Yeah, so I'd say about two and a half, almost three hours. Yeah. But then what I did was I went on YouTube. Right. 
and I found a video. Oh, the cheat? You went and found a cheat code? No, 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 because I ended it. Yeah. Right? I went to the very, very end, and I finished Bandersnatch, and I was like, well, I want to know how many potential endings there are. Mm-hmm. So I found a video, and it showed all the, like, depending on if you make a decision here, here, yeah. here, here are every single ending that they have for Bandersnatch. It was like, I think, five or six endings. Yeah. So I saw every single ending, including a couple of the choices that I made that were bad that ended the movie right then and there. <laughs> Maury, are you going to watch this tonight, more? Yeah, Maury's going to watch it tonight. Oof, but uh, but anyway, no, so that was it. from... I that, can't, no. That, that was from Netflix. Again, no, I'll, read you, Netflix. I'll read you the tweet. Netflix tweeted uh, yesterday, think you've seen everything there is to see in Bandersnatch? Try picking up the family photo twice. No, you try picking <laughs> up twice. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Roman, are you there? I am. So it's early. You're in Vancouver, Roman. You wrote us this. Hey, I live in Vancouver. Found out about you guys because Kiss Radio here streams the Raza Mocha show at 6 p.m. That's right. We are in the evenings in Vancouver. Uh, I have an hour commute to work and an hour and a half commute home. Wow. But you say that you've been binge listening uh, to the podcast. Say that we're all amazing. Thank you for that. And your show, this is what you say, almost makes me want to sell my house and take my family and move to Toronto. Wow. (laughs) Has that uh, been a discussion in your home at all? Roman, have you brought that up? Um, I have. (laughs) Yeah, she thinks you're nuts, right? Of course. Of course she does. But you you still get the podcast. Oh, of course. Hey, how's life in Vancouver? Why is your commute so long, man? I've been to Vancouver. You gotta, like, drive real far to to do an hour and a half. Yeah, I, I live in Maple Ridge. I work at the airport. Oh, okay. So, wow, that's legit. Like, an, so, so it's a, an hour there, hour and a half home? Yeah, yesterday, because of all the wind, Jeez. my commute was three hours. See, we don't, we don't, have, we don't have those problems. Because this show is on, like, we're on in Ottawa, we're on uh, here in Toronto and Kingston and then Vancouver, Victoria. And it's interesting once you start talking about weather in all these different places. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I've never been late for work because it's windy. Right. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I've never, I've never been late for work because it's windy. Like, like it's just, it's never been a thing. We've been like a couple minutes or maybe twenty minutes late for work because yeah. of a lot of snow. Let's yeah. just say. So you drive a little bit slower, but never for yeah. wind. I've been late an entire week because of snow. Yes. Right? There you, like, go. you know, yeah, which, which, which you guys don't have to deal with. I mean, my God, in Ottawa, they even have it worse than worse than we do. But it's really interesting, man. That's uh, that's crazy. So uh, how's your life? Are you cool? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Um, you, you got me? You're married? You got kids? Yeah, three kids. This guy's voice is so hot. Shut up, Maury. Stop <laughs> flirting with the fans. God, so what, weird. is it flirting yeah, if it's how? over the phone? Is it flirting if it's over the phone? What? You, you are a notorious micro-cheater, and I'll yeah. tell you why more, because you don't even know when you're micro-cheating. I know, I'm that good. Uh, no. <laughs> no, 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 You know what? Yeah, yeah you are that good, Mark. <laughs> you should keep it up. You are that good. Hey, uh, Roman, so if you've only discovered the show recently, and, I mean, you've been listening to the podcast, so... Chances are you've heard Roz and I have been on uh, the radio together for over nine years, going into our 10th year. Um, yep. Do you have any questions for for the show? Do you have any questions about stuff that we, we do or anything like that? To be honest, uh, not at the moment. Um, after I found out about your guys' show, um, kind of went out on uh, YouTube, checked out some of the videos you guys have. Yeah. Um, you know, like I have a 10-year-old stepdaughter, 15-year-old stepson, and... Uh, 
like they all they all love you guys oh man my wife my kids and yeah like when i pick up my daughter from school she'll just be like come listen to the rosin mocha show i'm like yeah you betcha oh Oh, man that's amazing well roman uh much love to you and your family thank you so much for listening the question i was like why you always got to interrupt man does it sound like you're ending the call and i'm like no you know how he does this he springs it on him at the end man dude oh i thought i was worried oh no no okay don't worry he's gonna do it he's gonna do it no, I now you're shushing me. <laughs> you like ruin like everything that I was about to do just now. Roman between yep. Ross and Mocha, who's your favorite? Do you want just my favorite or the whole family? Oh, if you know, if you've already pulled the room, then please let's get the whole family. My son said Roz mm. because he's smooth and eloquent. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh, a new one. <laughs> Stop it. Smooth and eloquent. <laughs> That's my, Roz, all right. <laughs> yeah, my. Uh, my 10-year-old daughter said Maury because she feels that he is exactly like her. Okay, but, but Maury, Maury doesn't count, though. I do count No, I know, time, I know, I know, but uh, it's okay. There's two more people. Okay. My wife absolutely loves Umoka. Okay. Your, your love gets her every time. That's, love it. Uh, I love your wife. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and right. I got to go with Roz because he's a straight shooter like me. There we go. Me and you, eloquent straight shooters, huh? Wait, but what about your... (laughs) Wait, you have a stepdaughter, and did you say stepson? Yeah, he was. I was the favorite as well. Oh, yeah. My my other son is 20 months, so he doesn't count. So who's his favorite? I don't know. Based on reaction to listening to the Razamoga show, and based on the 20-month-old reaction to our voices and things that happen. Well, considering Look at this. Exactly this is how, this like is how Mocha can't take a loss. No, you, no, no, you, no, want, no. you want to try to pull a baby. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay? Even is even. No, you can't do that. Okay, go ahead, sir. No, it's fine because you're, you're, you're just going to make it worse for yourself because my son's exactly like me. Oh, snap. There you go. I even got the baby. Yeah. Well, wow. the ba- that, that vote doesn't count. That's <laughs> <laughs> a baby. Come on. Babies don't know anything. <laughs> Roman, thank you so much for your dedication, bro. We appreciate you so much. Yeah, thanks a lot, guys. You really do make a day brighter when you know it's uh, all crappy. Hey, call in anytime. Thanks, dude. Shout out, out to everyone in Vancouver, for real. Thanks, guys. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Uh, so Gaga came out talking about if there could be a hundred people in a room. R. Kelly. Oh, here's where we sort of fail as I don't want to say society, but you'll you'll understand what I mean. So Kevin Hart says some homophobic stuff ten years ago, and apologized for them a couple of years later, and they want to cancel him. Which is fine. You can feel that way. Absolutely. I'm not saying don't feel that way. You can 100% feel that way. But Lady Gaga has finally come out, and I'll, I'll read you the statement. Okay. To talk about working with R. Kelly and doing the song with R. Kelly. And she didn't do this like 10 years ago. Right? This is 2000. When was 13. it? 2013. So six years ago. Six years ago. Mm-hmm. And everybody knew the stories of R. Kelly when Lady Gaga did the song with R. Kelly. You cannot. This isn't like a Harvey Weinstein where you heard nothing. Everyone knew the stories of R. Kelly. Yeah. And so the question then became. Like even before that, Dave Chappelle had been doing jokes and skits on his show in. They'd been investigating him. He was on 2004. trial. So the question then is when. Lady Gaga does a song with R. Kelly in 2013. 
And now she's all tied to the Academy Awards and given her front row seats for the Golden Globes. Why not in every single interview that Lady Gaga does for A Star Is Born, why is she not asked, why the hell did you do a song with R. Kelly in 2013? Why is that not the bane of her existence? Yeah. I don't know. So here's what Lady Gaga said in a statement. She goes, I stand behind these women 1,000%. This, of course, is after the Surviving R. Kelly documentary aired on Lifetime over the weekend. And by the way, the producer of that show yeah. said that he went to Gaga and asked for Gaga to be a part of it, and she declined. <gasps> no, really? Yeah. Oh, my God. So Gaga says this. I stand by these women 1,000%. Believe them when they are suffering in pain. I feel strongly that their voices should be heard and taken seriously. What I'm hearing about the allegations against R. Kelly is absolutely horrifying and indefensible. You heard them before. Guaranteed, Lady Gaga. As a victim of sexual assault myself, I made both the song and the video at a dark time in my life. Understandable. My intention was to create something extremely defiant and provocative because I was angry and still hadn't processed the trauma that had occurred in my own life. And she goes on to say, I can't go back, but I can go forward and continue to support women, men, and people of all sexual identities and all races who are victims of sexual assault. I have demonstrated my stance on this issue and others many times throughout my career. I share this not to make excuses for myself, but to explain till it happens to you and you know how it feels. But I do know how it feels. I intend to remove the song from iTunes and other streaming platforms and will not be working with Kelly again. I'm sorry for both my poor judgment when I was young and for not speaking out sooner. So she gets a pass. <clears throat> she gets a pass. Mm. Hey, what are you going to do? Good statement, though. Ms. Long, that's how you do a statement. Like, I'll say whatever you want, and I think that Lady Gaga, this should have been the bane of her existence for the past five years, but whatever. But when you are going to release a statement, Kevin Hart screwed the whole thing up. Yeah. Oh, my God. Did he, he's Thomas Markle, like, territory of I screwing everything up. Stop it. Like, you said your piece. Just shut up. Weeks ago. <laughs> just, stomp, just stomp talking. But uh, Gaga's statement's good. That's how you do a statement. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Well, would you look at the time? <laughs> there is no time. It's a podcast. Okay, it's time for you to get your candy ass checked in to the SmackDown Hotel. Oh, jeez. Hey, Mocha, you ready? <laughs> yeah. Let's do the news! A Roz and Mocha Show and KISS 92.5 News Break. Did Chrissy Metz from This Is Us call Allison Brie from Glow a bitch? That's the question. And That's the reason so I didn't nice. say the They're B word so nice. is because we're going to play a clip and the word you actually have to listen to is for the word bitch. So what was happening is they were on a red carpet yeah. and they were interviewing Chrissy Metz and the two reporters were like, hey, do you know Allison Brie? And Chrissy Metz was like, yeah. And they're like, she's at the other end of the carpet. And then like the camera's supposed to pan and then they cut to the other reporter talking to Allison Brie. But their mics were still hot. So okay. listen to this and the very end of it and you tell me if the words she's such a bitch comes out of her mouth. Do you know a girl named Allison Brie? Do I? Well, I hear she's at the other end of the carpet. Oh. Let's go see Allison Brie. Who am I? Like, do I? She's such a bitch. Did you hear it? Yeah, I I don't think she said she's such a bitch. It sounds like something. Go back. Go back. Let me hear it. Okay. She's such a bitch. She's such a bitch. She's such a bitch. She's such a bitch. Right? Who's on the background? She's such a bitch. Sounds like somebody sneezing. She's such a bitch. She's such a bitch. She's such a bitch. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, I don't know. anyway, Chrissy. Like Metz, if you have it in your mind, 
I'm sure it could sound like that, but you could also yeah. say she's such a yeah. I don't know. I don't man. know something else. Uh, so she wound. She's up, such a big supporter of mine. Uh, Chrissy Metz went up saying it's terribly unfortunate anyone would think much less or run a story that was completely fabricated. I adore Allison and would never say a bad word about her or anyone. I sure hope she knows my heart. But I will say this. Us Weekly pulled that tweet. They pulled her story. So Us Weekly had posted that and then they pulled it. So, But the thing that I need to know is then what did you say? Just say what you said. She's such a bad I don't know. Just say what you said then. Instead of saying I didn't say that. It's like, ugh. She's such a big sneezer. Listen to her sneeze. (laughs) (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Uh, Surviving R. Kelly wrapped up over the weekend. This was the three-night, six-part series on Lifetime. I couldn't do it. They interviewed everybody that they could to come on and talk about R. Kelly. A uh, cu- couple of takeaways from that. Did you watch it? No, I watched. The, I watched as much as I needed to watch. I know the R. Kelly story very yeah. well. You can go back there. Go back and look in the <sighs> 2002 archives of what was said in court and what is on record. And it's just there's a lot of stuff available to you to go and read. And it really is. I don't know how R. Kelly has skated this long, but he has, and that's that. But here's the here's the the problem with all of this is even after surviving R. Kelly aired, yeah, where you know. Know, allegedly he is the worst person on the face of the earth. R. Kelly's music on Spotify jumped 16%. No, it did yes, not. Yes, it did. Yeah? Yes, it did. Do you remember when Spotify tried to pull R. Kelly's music? Yes, And there I was do. such a backlash that they had to reconsider it? So even after wow. Surviving R. Kelly ran, three nights they tried to knock some sense into people. Over three nights, R. Kelly's music on Spotify jumped 16%. R. Kelly still gets uh, 5.5 million <gasps> monthly streams on Spotify. Story mixed to ignition. Right? Wow. Crazy? Wow. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Um, Thomas Markle is going back at Prince Harry again. Again? So Thomas Markle has been doing this thing. This is Meghan Markle's dad, by the way. Yes. Uh, he's been doing this thing of like, hey, listen, I was a good dad and we all should love each other. And then he's like, you guys suck. And then he does another interview. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. We should all just like get along. Now he's back to you guys suck. He's like Kanye West going to Drake. He really is. You're right. Thomas Markle, uh, this is what he says. This is his new interview that he did with the son. Okay, hit me. He tells Prince Harry to man up and get over it, quote unquote. Ooh. He goes, if I'm the first person who's insulted you or hurt your feelings, you've got a long way to go. Oh, you listen here, Sonny. He says uh, he's human, just like the rest of us. I feel that he feels that he's above everyone else. Yeah, he's And that he has the right to talk down to people. And I cannot accept that. It feels like arrogance to me. And then uh, he also goes on to say that uh, to Megan, he goes, I've been a good father. I've done nothing wrong. Axe murderers kill 19 people and their daughters still come to visit them in prison. What? It's just incomprehensible for Megan to treat me this way. Yeah. So axe murderers. (laughs) He killed 19 people, which is a very specific number. (laughs) Right? It's a very specific number. Uh, He says that their daughters still come to visit them in prison. So what what did he do so bad to Megan Markle? So that's the latest on Thomas Markle. Obviously did not go to the holidays, spend the holidays with this. (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. So after his appearance on Ellen and then his own podcast on Satellite Radio just moments ago, Kevin Hart was on Good Morning America to finally say once and for all whether, in fact, he will still consider hosting the Academy Awards. With all this being said and all this controversy and all the way you've, you've, ways you've addressed it, yeah. 
Is there a hope that you would host the Oscars this year? No. I, I, so that's an absolute no. Yes, I'm not hosting the Oscars this year. Ooh, okay, there you go. And uh, also... <sighs> After apologizing on Twitter, after apologizing on Ellen, after apologizing on his uh, satellite radio show, it's looking like Kevin Hart is now digging his heels in and he's once again back to, I will not apologize. Why do you have to prove that you are a loving individual? You know who you are. People closest to you know who you are. You shouldn't have to prove that. You shouldn't have to justify that. That's the position I'm in. I shouldn't have to prove who I am. I shouldn't have to prove the levels of love that I'm capable of giving. If anybody out there wants to believe that Kevin Hart is that much of a monster, that he wouldn't love somebody because of their choice in life, then all power to him. Feel and choose to think how you think. I'm not addressing it. I'm not over-delivering and over-proving myself because no matter what you do, it may still not be received. And you'll find yourself in a position where you go, well, what else do you want? You want blood? Wow. Well, there you go. He's really just kind of entering Thomas Markle category, huh? Yeah. With the saying too much, like, just... Just stop. Hump the brakes, Kevin. Kevin Hart on uh, his satellite radio show offering up yet another apology and explanation and justification. But the last couple of times that Kevin Hart has tried to apologize, justify, and explain his gay jokes of the past, it has not gone well. It didn't even go well for Ellen, and everybody loves Ellen. So yeah. this is Kevin Hart on his own show. I understand why people are hurt. I understand what these words mean. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I said it again when I stepped down. I, I apologize. I wrote it. I said it. Right. Right? I know I did. These weren't words that I said to gay individuals. This is wrong now because now we're in a space where I'm around people of the LGBTQ community, mm -hmm. and I'm now aware of how these words make them feel and why they say that shit hurt because of what I've been through. So then we say, hey, man, as a group, let's erase this shit. We don't talk like this no more. Hey, mm -hmm. let's not do this. We don't, we don't post shit on social media. And more importantly, within my comedy act, I'm going to make sure that I don't do anything else offensive. Kevin Hart apologizes for his remarks that hurt Members of the LGBTQ community. Well, there you go. And uh, they're still looking for a host for the Academy Awards. Which are like a couple weeks away. Which are a couple... <laughs> Man. Uh, Chris Rock's name has been thrown around, but of course Chris Rock is a sketchy past too. Not necessarily a sketchy past as in he's a bad guy, but he's done some questionable material. Sure. Even though Chris Rock first hosted the Academy Awards in 20, uh, 2005 and then again in 2016, but he was at the New York Film Critics Circle Awards dinner last night in New York and he looked out into the audience and he saw Steve Martin and Chris Rock said this, Steve Martin's here, you should host the Oscars, you're the best. And then he goes on to say, Steve Martin should host the Oscars because I'm not doing it, goddammit. You're not getting me. <laughs> yeah, so, don't be digging up my old material. Yep. So scratch Chris Rock's name off that list. Yep. Uh, da, 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 da. I just confirmed, according to the Daily Mail, that Tom Hardy will be back for a Venom sequel. What? Even though Venom came out with very mixed reviews. Didn't it do terrible in the box office? No, oh, it, no made it made $855 million. Oh, yeah, you got to do a sequel. Right? It doesn't and matter. Do you know what kind of money? $855 million is. That means that they're probably going to get Spider-Man for the sequel because that's what they want. They want to do the Venom <laughs> Spider-Man movie. <sighs> 
Okay, game changer then. Right? Yeah. That's game what they changer. wanted. That's what that's what, that's what the screenwriters like. He's like, it's 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 the natural it ha- evolution. It has to happen to have Venom versus Spider Man. So there you go. I missed it last night because I was in the Bachelor hole. But America's Got Talent, the champions was on. What? And so it's like the Olympics of America's Got Talent. They've taken all the champions. Yeah. From. All like the ten years that this show has been on the air from all over the world. Yeah, All Star Edition. It's the All Star Edition, and Susan Boyle. <gasps> Remember Susan Boyle with that voice. Susan Boyle shows up now. The question is, does Susan Boyle still have it? Yes. Yo, how old is Susan Boyle? 57? She still got it. No sweeping Damn. Right. Yo, Mariah Carey wishes she could sound like this now. Anyway, as Susan Boyle got the golden buzzer, so she goes straight to the finals. Of course she yes. does. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Uh, Samsung users are freaking out and are super pissed because their new Samsung phones that come with Facebook. Uh-oh. Here we go. You can't delete Facebook. <gasps> you can't? No. And as this happens, you know, especially now after all the privacy issues that we've been reading about for Facebook for the past couple of months, couple of years, let's say. Um, and Facebook made a deal with all sorts of companies. Companies like Samsung. Samsung's deal with Facebook puts Facebook on Android phones right out of the box. <gasps> So if you don't want Facebook, you can you disable it, but you can't delete it. You can't delete it. Damn. You can disable it. They say that once it's disabled, it stops all information passing through Facebook. That's what they say. But after everything we know, do you believe that? No. No. Why would you? Uh, Pablo Escobar's brother, Roberto, launched a $50 million GoFundMe campaign to impeach Donald Trump. <laughs> Get out of yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The brother of Pablo Escobar was hoping to raise $50 million in donations uh, for his company, Escobar Inc. Jeez, man. <laughs> you got to come up with a. Use yeah, a code name, bro. You got to come up with a company name that's going to put less heat on whatever it is you're yeah. doing. Like, you could make baby soothers, and nobody's sure. going to do business with you if you make baby soothers in a company called Escobar Inc. <laughs> Pro- <laughs> Proudly made by. <laughs> and, and, then you're like, and then you're like, oh, no, it can't be that Escobar. No. And then you look on the box, oh, manufactured in Colombia. <laughs> right? Smells funny. Don't put it in your baby's mouth. Uh, uh, what he said is this Donald Trump's discrimination of the Latino American people. We are some of the hardest working people in the world. Trump is 100% corrupt and colluding with foreign governments. Trump is like a chihuahua, small and cute, but doesn't know how to bite. I am a good at biting. And then he goes on to say, quote, that he is uh, holding dirty secrets of President Trump, his family, and associates. Uh-huh. GoFundMe pulled the page. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Margot Robbie is set to star in the new Barbie movie after both Anne Hathaway and Amy Schumer dropped out of it. Oh, yeah? I like the idea of a Barbie movie, and I'll tell you why. Here's my idea of what I think they should do with a Barbie movie, is that I think that Barbie should be some sort of, like, spy mm. and make to make it interesting. But I also think that Barbie in the movie should have all the jobs that Barbie has had since 1960. 
So like I think astronaut, the, doctor, yes, yes. <laughs> a vet. Yes. Oh I think that Barbie God. should have all those jobs uh, and all those lives that she should be interacting somehow. Oh my God. With all these aspects of life with oh, she's like this superhuman who can do all Dude. this stuff. And I now think that you're that getting would into the Barbie like multiverse. Yes, but it would be hysterical. <laughs> right, yes. Welcome to the Barbie verse. <laughs> Like, I'm all for a Barbie movie yeah. if you take an angle at it like that because I think it would be super interesting. Wow. I'd be into watching that Barbie and movie. And I do like uh, Margot Robbie as, so do I. as Barbie. Uh, according to a couple meh, reliable websites, Hollywood Life and Perez Hilton, meh, uh, what, 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 what? Maroon 5 is hoping to have the Rolling Stones play the Super Bowl halftime oh. show with them. <laughs> okay. But wouldn't it kind of be cool if Mick Jagger was on stage <sighs> performing moves like Jagger with Maroon 5? I no. Guess. Does anybody care? I mean, yes. For that one <laughs> it song? It took you sure. way too long to decide if people care. Way too long. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Meghan Markle's uh, brother says that uh, he's getting married and oh, inviting Meghan and Prince Harry to his wedding. Oh. It's her half-brother, Thomas Markle wow. Jr. You know they're going to give a bomb-ass gift. <laughs> they're not showing up. What are you talking about? It's her half-brother. <laughs> they're not. They're not Family showing reunion. Up. Haven't seen on. each other in a while. She's pregnant now. Yeah, sure. Uh, so it's looking like the Academy Awards are going to be hostless for the first time in 30 years, according to a report in Variety. Yeah. Um, they've given up on trying to find a replacement for Kevin Hart. And Variety reports that the Oscars will instead recruit stars for various, like, all over the place. I guess they're going to go for music stars and TV stars. They just want stars there, marquee names. Oh, stars. Instead of having that one sort of host who's yeah. going to go up and do the full monologue. And it was interesting because... Wait, does that mean the show will be... Shorter, because these shows are usually like three hours, and the monologue it takes may up be. 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, it might be. It might be because they, time. the story goes that they've been scrambling to try and find a host uh, for the Oscars, and you know why Kevin Hart made sense to them, and you could tell which way that they were going, and why it may become difficult. Because I know Whoopi Goldberg has said many times that she still wants to host. Yeah, that if they if they called her, she'd do it, and. Kevin Hart's a lot of things, but the one thing Kevin Hart does is he doesn't tell political jokes. Yeah. So you got the sense that the Oscars wanted a sort of Trump-free telecast, much like what the Golden Globes were. And that's very difficult to find once you start going outside of people like Kevin Hart because everybody else who may have a clean background, Whoopi Goldberg, you think Whoopi Goldberg's going to go on stage at the Oscars and not say Donald Trump's name? Uh, she would open oh, up. Hell no. By saying, right? hey everybody, I got this Donald Trump joke I'm going to talk about right yeah. now. Ridiculous. Give me a second. My computer just wanted to... I've been what doing happened? so much work today. My computer went into power saver mode with all oh, my no. news on it. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting, though. I hope that they don't junk up the time that they would normally have allocated to a host with yeah. nonsense, with dumb skits. Well, well or... that's the... But the thing is this, is that you then have to try and find um, stars who are willing to do dumb skits. Yeah. But that's the thing, though, with everything that has been happening and with Kevin Hart saying no, are people, stars, going to be open to... I think they will. You think so? I think they will. But they try to make it more fun? It's weird for me to go hostless. I mean, find somebody. It's not 9-11. 
Yeah. You know, you're not you're not in mourning where where we're like, you know, where we can no longer have have fun. The, the, you know, this this carpet is going to be a very subdued carpet. Like it's not after it's not after a disaster. Like nothing happened. You just Kevin Hart's not doing your show. Yeah. Which is fine. Do you think they're having a hard time finding a replacement because then that person will always be the person that replaced Kevin no, Hart? No, no, nobody no, wants to do the job more. Yeah. Nobody wants to do not it. Not because of the fact that they're no. Kevin's replacement. No, no. What? You're going to open yourself up to that kind of heat? That's what I mean, yeah. <sighs> Jeff Bezos, the guy who created Amazon, is getting divorced from his wife. They've been together for 25 years. Damn. And where they, up or no? where they live, it's a 50-50 split. Okay. And with a 50-50 split of his $139 billion. billion. Yeah. After the split, when the 50-50's done, she will then automatically become richer than Mark Zuckerberg. Oh, my God. Holy cow. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, listen, she wasn't like this. She was one of the first Amazon employees. Yeah. She was an account at Amazon when they started the company. Like, she was In there at the beginning. Right? Okay. She was there. I think the most important question that needs to be answered right now. Yeah. Will this affect... <laughs> the price of my Amazon Prime membership. It may. Like, will my membership go up? Because I love that it free two-day shipping. It, it might It might go or up. Or same-day shipping. Yeah, I'll tell you, it might go up. Just like, uh, did you get the notice yet yesterday that your Netflix is going up? Again? Yeah. I got the notice yesterday. No, because they announced the date when it's going up. No, this is I, that same time, the same cycle. I think oh, it's, my yeah, God. I think it's Wait. February 9th is when, mine is, uh, is when mine is going up. But didn't they just do... No, they, they announced, announced it. They announced it. No, what so, was the the when was the last time they did a hike? That's too many hikes. Yeah, so it's gonna go. Mine's gonna jump from nine ninety nine to thirteen ninety nine. I got that notice. Yeah, the premium Netflix account. I don't even know what that would be. Is jumping to sixteen ninety nine. This is all going down on February 9th. And is this all because they had to pay for Friends? It may be, but come it on, just Netflix. How are you gonna do us like that? I'm gonna have to. Pay, I'm gonna be paying thirteen ninety nine a month to watch Pinky Malinky. <laughs> Can I just please read you the description of Pinky Malinky? Because I know we talked about this yesterday. Yeah, go. Okay, Pinky Malinky. This series is a mockumentary style show that follows Pinky Malinky, an infectiously positive hot dog living in a human world trying to prove that Wiener is only one letter away from winner. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. It's now time for Ask Roz and Mocha, a podcast exclusive. You will not find this on the live show. Every week, we will post to Instagram at Kiss925 a picture, and uh, the text on the picture simply reads Ask Roz and Mocha. And all you got to do in the comment section is ask your questions. We'll go through a whole bunch of them right now, try to get through as many as possible. And of course, as always, week after week, invite one of you to be on the podcast to ask your question live. So, Hello, Curtis. Hey, how's it going? We're doing so good, man. How about you? I'm excited to be here again. Okay, Curtis. So, oh, you've been with us before. I have, yes. Oh, that's oh, amazing. Okay. Do you remember which episode? Uh, I think it was the uh, last one or maybe two weeks ago. Um, I asked you a question, Mocha, about uh, you weren't sure what to do with your wife. She was at home with the, alone with the kid all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. And how's that? How's everything going at home? Oh, it's going great. Yeah. You gave me some real good advice. Um and uh, you asked me to get a couple friends who were dads and ask them some advice, and uh, I'm lucky enough to have a couple. Cool. Oh, nice. That's amazing, dude. And I know you wrote in uh, saying that you had a riddle you wanted to um, do with us because we just love riddles on the show. So go ahead. Um, so the riddle is you're walking down a road, and you come to a fork in the road. Mm -hmm. One path leads to life, and one path leads to death. 
Okay. Now there's no signs and there's no way to tell which way is which. Okay. Except for at the fork in the road, there's two brothers. One always lies and one always tells the truth. Mm-hmm. You have to ask one question to one brother. Which question do you ask? Can you turn? Is this a trick question where, like, do I have the option to turn around and walk back down the road that I just came from? No. No, you got to keep going. I have to. Okay, okay, so you can only ask one question. Yeah. And you can't ask it to both of them at the same time, expecting they will answer simultaneously. Correct. So. I know what the answer is. You ask. So you ask uh, one if the other's lying, right? No. Well, that's the problem because you don't know which one is lying and which one is yeah. telling the truth. Oh, okay. So, so, you ask so let me let which, me hear. Okay, oh no, okay, okay. So you come to a fork in the road. You help me if I get this wrong, okay, bro? Okay. Okay. Yep. So you, you, you is your head in the game here, Maury? Is it? No. Okay. So okay. <laughs> so you come to a fork in the road. One yeah. path leads to the greatest life ever. Mm. Exactly. The other path leads to certain death. Right in the beginning of those two paths, there's a set of twin <sighs> brothers. Okay. Correct. One yep. always lies. Yeah. Yep. And one yep. always tells the truth. In order to determine which path is the path to the great life and which path is the path to certain death, you get to ask one question and one question only. Correct. In order to figure out which way is. Oh, I know. Wait, Maury? You need to ask a question that you know the answer to. Okay, so give to an determine- example. To determine which one's telling the truth. Okay, give an example. So you would say, what color are my shoes? And then if he went, so let's say your shoes are blue. Mm -hmm. And then one of the twins said red. Liar. But which path do you take? Well, you know that that, the one that's sitting at that path. No, but you can only ask one question. You can only ask one question to find out which path to tell. Oh, I just know that my shoes regularly are blue. Right. Okay, you can point to one of the roads and say, does this lead me to death? Right. No, but then they're both going to say... No, only one of them is going to answer. What if the one's lying and says no? Then but you, you don't know, know if that's so, the one okay, that always oh, lies. So, right. you so you have to assume... To ask a question that no, 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 no. Right Here, here's where they get you. You have to assume that they that the answer you get is always going to be a lie because you don't know which one's going to tell the truth and which one's going to lie. So if I say, will this road here to my left Mm -hmm. lead me to death and the answer is yes, then you have to take the the other road. But what if it's the 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 twin that's telling you the truth? Yeah, you don't know which one. One always lies, one always tells the truth. (laughs) Want to try again, Maury? I guess I'm dead then. No, so I stand by you need to ask a question that you know the answer to. But the only question you need to know is which path leads to death and which path leads to greatness. But there's got to be a way so that you could maybe ask the question like, is the path to death... (laughs) Blind with greatness? I don't know. (laughs) I think I know. Can I tell you what I think it is? Yes. Okay. The only way to do this is you have to... I'm trying to work this out here. It's like figuring out the matrix. Okay, so I think that you would ask either one of the twins. I don't think it matters which twin you ask. Oh, can I interrupt? But, yeah. What if you start walking down one path and say, stop me if I'm going to die? <laughs> That's not a question, though. Oh, should I keep going? And then if the, if the lying twin says, yes. That's your question that you've just burned. Here's what, here's what I think, and my head okay. may explode trying to figure this out. Okay, I think okay. if you ask one twin what the other twin would say, 
and then they give you that answer, and then you just do the opposite. No, but how do you know that the one that's answering you is the one that's lying? Because oh. you do the opposite. Right. No, but, no, but what if the one that answers no, you? Maury, no, that no. makes sense. Okay. That makes sense. So, Maury, if you and Mocha are the lying twins, right? No, so, the, Maury. Uh, one tells the truth, one's lying. Okay, so you're the truth teller, Mocha's the liar. Yes. Right? Like if usual. one path goes like this, and that's life, and one path goes like this, and that's death. Mm -hmm. If I say to you, which way would he tell me to go? Right. Because you know that he's always the lying twin. But you don't know that. Oh, you no, do. I, I know that. You but do. But you don't know if I'm the one that's lying. Does so it matter? If, no, it but doesn't matter. I'm going to do to the you, opposite. Right. But what if I'm the one that's lying because you don't know which one and yes. you say, tell me which one he'll say and I'll say, oh, yeah, he'll tell you to go down yeah, this way. And then I'm going to do the opposite. Yeah, because oh, the lying because twin is obviously going to lie. Yeah. So no matter what, you have to do the opposite. Yes. But unless unless the lying yeah. twin is telling you what the... And then, the and then if I ask the lying twin, what would the truth-telling twin say? The lying twin is going to say that he's going to send me down to certain deaths. So again, I would do the opposite. Yeah, that, that, that makes sense. Is that is, right, Curtis? That is correct. Hey! My I head hate when Roz is right. <laughs> My head are, Okay, so do you get it, Maury? Yeah, now I do. Okay, explain it back then. This is always the best part. Okay, so you have two twins. They yeah. look the same. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You, and one tells the truth, one's lying. Right. So no matter which one you ask, what's the other one going to do? You just do the opposite because if it's the truth one, then he's going to say the lying one's going to tell you to go this way. So you just go the other way. And if it's the lying one, you just do the opposite because no matter what. Your arms are twisted up like a pretzel right now. On this way and that way. <laughs> Yo, Curtis, thanks so much, brother. But what's no the problem, moral? guys. Have a good one. Later. I don't know if there is a moral for Just that. tell the truth, right? Yeah. Always tell yeah. the truth. Oh, exactly. All right. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Where do you want to go here? Okay. Parna asks, what's your big prediction for this year, i.e. Trump's impeachment? Jeez. Man, Trump ain't getting impeached. Um, it's tough when it comes to these things because I don't really have, like, I don't have anything to predict. Like, it's such a wide, vast question. Like, predictions for movies, entertainment, personal life, people we know. Yeah. Like maybe you know. Oprah announcing that she's going to run for 2020? That'll never happen. She ain't going to run. Are you nuts? No, it's, yeah, it's weird. I hope things change. I really do because we've, we're in a point now where it's like there's a war with niceness. Mm -hmm. and, and when I say that, I, I'm, I sort of mean all the, the kind of pop culture-y things that you can and cannot say and what you can and cannot get away with anymore. And it's all coming from people that I used to identify with years ago when we were younger, mm -hmm. right? When you listen to rap or I listen to metal or whatever it was, anytime you heard people being like, oh my God, you can't say that. It was always the crazy religious right. Yeah. You know, it was always like the Jerry Falwells and these crazy Christian organizations that wanted to take all the cool stuff away from you. And now I just feel that all the people who want to take all the cool stuff away from us are people that I used to identify with. Yeah, it's everybody. It's weird. Yeah. We so, used to be the ones that were like, hell no, you can't take this. Fight the system. Fight the system. But now that system is the one that is like, you can't say that. And it's not only that you can't say that, but now they want to control what people hear. Yeah. They don't want to control what people say. They want to tell Maury, you're not allowed to hear that. As opposed to saying you're not allowed to say so that. What's your prediction? Stuff we. I hope that flips. 
I don't I think that, so, I man. hope that we come to our I bloody senses. I think it's going to get even worse, bro. It's really, it's really wild. There is a niceness revolution that's happening right now, and it's odd. Like, nobody can take anything. Oh. You say one wrong thing, right, on social media, and you're canceled. Yeah, completely. Can we predict another Netflix uh, hike in cost? No, I don't think they'll do that in within no. the year. It's already happening in this calendar year. Yeah, so not yeah. again? Okay. No, no, no. Oh, uh, I know. Yeah. I can predict that that new Disney streaming service is going to change everything. Yeah. That's a no-brainer right there. Yeah, I can predict that um, by the summer when uh, the Star Wars exhibit opens up at Disney, that it is <gasps> going to be oh. one of the busiest things ever in the history of the world. They yeah. increased their uh, fees to get into the park. It's crazy now. It's like, like for to. one single person or whatever, it's like $130. Yeah, yeah it's a lot of money. Jeez, Maury, let me ask you this. How many times in a year do you visit Disney? Well, never, but now I can't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I, can I want to have a parent now tell me we're going to Disney. No, but your reaction should to $130 should not be <laughs> that, that right extreme. Now. Like, we're talking $130. <laughs> Jesus. My winter coat was less than that. Uh, there's. Let me get through some of these here. From I'll start at the back. You start at the front, Mocha. I'm not reading a Golden Girls question because I know Maury only put that one in here for his benefit. Skip that. Uh, what's the one piece of advice? This is from Kayla Gonzalez. Okay. What's the one piece of advice you wish you never took? Oh, boy. The one piece of advice you never wish you took. God, I never wish you took. Oh, I got it. Yeah. It was 2004, summertime. This is when I was living in Kitchener, Ontario. Went to the beach up near Stratford, where Justin Bieber's from. Got day drunk with some friends. Yeah. And it was like, hey, Mocha, you know what would be fun? If you went to that tattoo parlor and got your nose pierced. And I went and I got my nose pierced. And within the week, it got infected. And it was gross. And I had to take the nose ring out and let it heal. But I had liked the way it looked. So once it healed, I ended up getting a nose ring. From like a legit place. See, I wouldn't say that that's advice. What would have been advice is if I was there, I would have been like, hey, Mocha, let me give you some advice. Don't go get your nose pierced. Yeah. That would have been advice. I guess. So maybe it was like the worst suggestion the that worst I ever suggestion. took. So this is the advice somebody gave you that you wish you You wish didn't. you never took. So when my friend Wanda told me to get a credit card for $8,000 just because I should have one, That's I should not advice. have taken that. Right. What do you mean a credit card for $8,000, like with an $8,000 limit on yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how old were you at the time? Uh, I would have been 19. 19. And how much? How fast did you rack up eight grand on it? Uh, by the next Wednesday. Oh, my Holy God. Holy cow, really? Well, because I immediately went and got fish tanks, fish, groceries. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, obviously you can get fish for your fish tank. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to put your groceries in the fish tank. And then, so you were 18 at the time yeah and then how long did it take you to pay off that eight grand on that credit card uh about 15 years yeah <gasps> no <Isn't that> wild <sighs> you're wild. not the only one died before i paid them off yeah you're not uh <laughs> you're not alone in that one my brother has one of those really awesome situations as, as well where he not an advice thing but just where maury would you just said that your uh you were still paying for the fish after long after they had died. My brother was one of the first people when Sony came out with a flat screen TV. Yeah. And I mean, the thing was still like four inches wide. Like it was, it was flat screen. You could hang it on your wall, but it wasn't like what they are now. Mm -hmm. And it was the first generation Sony flat screen television. And at the time, my brother was like, I need that. It's the new technology. I need to be the first on board with this, all the other stuff. And he had that television 
for almost 10 years before he bought another one. And when he bought another one, he was still paying for the Sony. <gasps> no, are yeah. you serious? Yeah, because it was like it was like it was like seven thousand dollars, eight thousand dollars for a television. Yeah, it was crazy. Oh my god! And, How big and, was it? And the oh my, it was, I think thirty eight inches. Yeah, or, or 40, really? 42 inches. Yeah, forty two inches. And the TV that he bought and replaced it with was a little bit more than what his monthly payments were. When he first bought the other one, holy cow! So, and bigger, probably and way bigger. But yeah. it was it was like it was like six hundred dollars or four hundred dollars, wow. whatever it was. Wow! Yeah. yeah, it was really wild, man. New tech. When you were like, if you Just were wait. one of those suckers that got in on new tech, unless it was from the investment side, and then <laughs> we're best friends. Um, but if you got in on new tech, all that stuff was so expensive. Yeah. All that stuff was so expensive. Like when my dad bought a laser disc player. Laser disc player. Oh laser God. disc lasted a week. Yeah, really. Like, and then nobody cared. It never took off. But my dad was like, "Look, we can watch uh, Home Alone," and the thing was this, like, the size of a uh, something that was big. We used to have to go <laughs> and. God. Great story, more yeah. like, You know what? Your you are an expert <laughs> at describing things. You're holding your arms out in front of you, saying it was as big as this big. You are one of the best storytellers I've ever heard, man. It was as big as this big. You know, you know that phrase, "cool story, bro." Tell it again. Yeah. I believe that is based on. <laughs> Damn it, Maury. The first person to ever say it. Yeah. Probably said it to you, Maury. Um, here. Now, here, Mocha, let me read this one to you. Okay. I'll ask this one to you from uh, Stephanie McRae. Uh, what TV series could you watch over and over and over and never get sick of? Oh, easy. The Office. Oh, good one. Okay. Yeah. I see. I don't have that. I was going to say Friends or Seinfeld. Okay. No, The Office. Do you have one? No, uh, I don't. No, I don't. I know. I'm pretty much done once I'm done with a show. Like if something pops up in reruns, but I could never watch all of them. Like I could never go through a series and then watch a series again. Oh, I meant like if it comes on a replay, like I'll watch Friends every day. Sure. See, even that, I can do Friends. This question that we got from Chad, I think somebody else had asked on a previous mm -hmm. um, podcast. Did we ever answer this one, Maury? Yeah, we did. Which actor would best portray you in a movie? I'll stick with my original. I believe the original answer I gave was The Rock because we're just so similar. Yeah, uh, sure. So I'm going to stick with that answer. Okay. Right? Say, but I'm going to change Roz's. I'm going to say Jeff Bridges for you. Jeff Bridges? He's 70. <laughs> I know, but you guys have similar hair. He's 70. Uh, Maybe older know. than 70. I know, but you have similar hair. Oh, stop I would say it. Russell Brand for Roz. No. Who did yeah. I say before? Oh, Will Arnett. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Will Girl's Arnett. Hair out a little bit. Good one, good yeah, one. Yeah, tall guy. How about you, Maury? Rick Moranis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, You really real. do look yeah. like Rick Moranis. For real. Yeah, doppelganger. But Rick Moranis is like, he's old too. Jeez, what young guy would you, like who's around Green. your age? Seth Green. Who's Seth Green? He was, um, he's a robot, he's a voice on Robot Chicken, he's a voice on that Family Guy. That doesn't help me at all. You give me, I said, who is he? What does he look like? And you told me you gave me two shows that he's a voice on. <laughs> um, so, he looks, so he's the guy that looks Green. like a chicken on Robot Chicken. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, he was like, Green, who was he? Oh, God. The, oh, honestly, the earliest thing I can remember Seth Green on yeah. was uh, in the Scream movie. Oh, okay, yeah, that's, yeah. Right? Yeah, he With was Nev Campbell, yeah. he was like the hip-hop guy, the white hip-hopper. Oh, that's what, who he wasn't was? he? Isn't he in um, Austin Powers? Yeah. Oh, he, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doctor Evil's kid. Doctor Evil's son. Yeah. You think? Yeah, you do kind of look like him yeah. now. More now that I think about it. Yeah, yeah I've been told right. that several Scott times. Scott Evil. Did you used to get that a lot when you were younger? When I was yeah, yeah everyone's like, oh, Seth Green. 
<laughs> I do look like Seth Green a little cool bit. Cool story, bro. I'll tell yeah, it again. Yeah. And he was about as big as this is size. <laughs> um, Charmaine, uh, after all your years together. Beautiful name. What is the one most memorable moment on the show for each of you? After all your years together, we are entering our 10th year together Jeez. on the Roz and Mocha show. That's a long time. Memories. Big what, time memories. What's the one most memorable moment? Do you have one? Any of you I, guys? I do, but I'm worried I'm going to steal it from you. Go ahead. Um, we were um, handed, uh, Roz and I were handed a piece of paper. And we turned it over, and it was an ultrasound. And it's when Mocha told us that Jenna was pregnant uh, with Cruz. That yeah. was one of my favorite moments. That was, was actually like, going to so awesome. say that's my most memorable. Yeah. Really? It was November 21st, 2016. And I'll never forget because I was, when we found out that Jenna was pregnant, mm -hmm. the first thing, one of the first things that came to my mind was, I cannot wait to tell Roz and David Mori. And we found out right. like early, early before the doctor, because you know, you do the yeah. test and then you got to wait and then make sure you do the test with the doctor and then they find out that you're actually pregnant and then you do some more tests to make sure everything's okay and before you can like go and tell people. Yeah. But from the moment she ran out of the bathroom at our house screaming, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I was like, I can't wait to tell the guys. Yeah, that's really wild. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what, if I have like the, the most memorable, like where, where if I think of the show, like what's the one thing that I will always sort of remember? When you used my belly as a drum? No. Oh, when we had the all-male dance party. No, that was fun though. Right? My God, that was fun. All-male dance party uh, and all the dudes that came in here were in Speedos. Oh, I, you know what I do remember? I'll tell you this. Um, because it's less to do about the show and more just the show in general and why I love working here because of the people. And that was, I my kid was about to start kindergarten and I had said that I wished that I could walk her to kindergarten because I knew that I was never going to get that chance for the first day of school to walk my kid to kindergarten. And we were here doing this show. I was fully not going to leave. Mm -hmm. And you convinced me to bail early on the show. Oh, yeah. And then whip down, go home in a cab and meet Catherine and Roxy so I could walk her to kindergarten. Of course. So I think that that, like as far as the show goes, which is, you know, it wasn't the best thing for the show. Like I wasn't here. I left. But it was you convincing me to leave and go and walk Roxy to kindergarten. That's the and one moment that you'll never, right. never get back. Yeah. And so I think that it's a moment like that. Like, is that my most memorable? Maybe, maybe not. But is that one that really, really sticks out when I think about why I why I love this show yeah that, that's one of the reasons that's one of the things that that sticks out for me we're not answering your golden girls question more stop looking at me and pointing at the paper like that oh here have you ever seen your life flash before your eyes in a scary moment oh my god all the time when I'm driving too fast on the highway in the winter and my car starts sliding I'm like oh, oh my god oh my god, god. oh my god She's more I think when the roof caved in when I was a little kid and I was playing Lego and Lego saved my life Right. I truly believe my life flashed before my eyes. Yeah. How old you were you can't then, say no. something like Lego saved your life without explaining how Lego saved your life. I was playing Lego and yeah. I had to reach down and pick up a piece on the floor. Yeah. And as I was doing that, the entire roof of our apartment caved in and a piece of drywall sliced through the coffee table that I was playing on at the time. Had I have not reached for that piece of Lego, yeah. who knows where I'd be today. Okay, when you're telling this story, now say... Lego saved my life. Right. <laughs> Wait, but how old were you? I was 10 years old. 
Oh, yeah. so you saw your entire 10-year existence flash in front of your eyes. Yeah, it was pretty quick. Wow. Um, how about you, Ross? You ever have those moments? Yeah, I was younger. I mean, I've had them at a couple. I mean, when I used to ride a motorcycle all the time. Yeah. And that's when I stopped riding a motorcycle. I was, I don't even know, late public school maybe, grade five. And, and when we grew up in Acton, we had a lake called Fairy Lake. Don't laugh, Maury. <laughs> See? <laughs> you know what I mean? You can't have a conversation like an adult, huh? Ever. And I was only allowed to go swimming in the lake when there was a lifeguard on duty. Mm -hmm. But I used to like hanging out with older kids. And there was no lifeguard one day. And somehow they dragged a picnic table into the lake. And the picnic table was floating. Yeah. And they were climbing up on the picnic table and jumping off into the lake. And then climbing up onto the picnic table and jumping in the lake. And I wanted to like hang out with older kids and do that. And I climbed up on the top of the picnic table. Uh oh. And I slipped off and fell backwards off the picnic table. And as I was dropping feet first into the water, my face grazed the side of the top of the picnic table. Yeah. And there was a nail sticking out of it. <gasps> oh my God. And the nail went in my mouth and it went through my lip and was in my nose. And I was hanging in the water, um, hanging in the water with a, by a nail through my mouth. Oh, oh my God, And dude. I couldn't move. And the problem was, is <sighs> my mouth, where the nail was, was sitting right on the top of the water. So my mouth was in the water. Oh my God, dude, that's so disgusting. And I couldn't move. Holy cow. And everybody else at that time was on the other side of the picnic table and had jumped into the water and were swimming. And I could see my eyes over the picnic table, all of them playing in the water and having a great time. And nobody could see me. My eyes were outside of the water, but my nose and my mouth were in the water. Oh my and God. I couldn't move. So I was just like, I started to panic. And then somebody realized what was going on and I was waving my arms and then they came and they lifted up my head and pulled me off the nail. <laughs> and, then, and then I went to the so doctor. the nail had to go back through. It had to go back oh through. Oh my God, that's so go gross. Through. Oh, and I then couldn't. went to the doctor, like one stitch and I was home and my mom and my mom didn't really question anything. I got hurt at the park, went to the doctor, got a stitch. But wasn't oh. it a rusty nail? What's that? Wasn't it rusty? Yeah, Sure. Yeah, but that, so yeah, so my life flashed before my eyes that at that oh point. Oh my god, dude, that's so gross. Yeah. What lake? Fairy lake. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll end on this one. Yeah. Very fun from Dion. If you guys were a musical trio, what kind of music would you perform? Oh, would you be a rock band, a hip hop group, or a boy band? And what would your roles be? I.e., the bad boy, the quiet one, the cute one. We had a band name once when we did barbershop quartetting. What do we call We, we were the whistle wetters. <laughs> <laughs> also, we can't be a quartet if there's only the three, three of us. us. Well, that's not my problem. They're called a quartet. <laughs> right, the whistle wetters. That's right. I remember that. Yeah, the whistle yeah, wetters. Yeah. Jeez. Can't say that anymore. Um, <laughs> I know. What would we play? I think we would all have to, we, we would have to pick a genre that we all agreed on, right? Like, like folk music? No. I don't know anything about folk. You kind of have to do something that you know, right? And but, I would say, like, because we listen daily to so much pop music on the show, I think it would have to be, we'd have to be a pop band. But like a three-man pop band? Yeah. Like Hanson? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And what would the roles be? You're so, the bad one. The bad one. Yeah, you're like the, the one bad that gets boy, in not the, the bad one. <laughs> yeah, <you're> the <laughs> <laughs> what instrument would you play? 
Probably guitar, right? Oh, are we are we playing instruments or are we just singing? Oh, oh I assume we have to play instruments. Oh, yeah, let's go down geez. that road. Let's say that we we have to sing, but we also have to play an instrument. Okay. Yeah, like guitar or something like that. What sure, would you play, Mark? Drums. Nice. I've always wanted to play the drums. It's been a lifelong dream. I love drums. Uh, if anyone's going to be the drummer, it's going to be me. I play drums. Fine. So, what am I, like triangle? What can you play? Anything? Well, uh, okay, so why don't I do No, you have to play bass. something that you know. No, but you, do you know oh, how to wait, play bass? I, oh, I thought it was just hypothetic. No. Yeah. Play something. What, <laughs> what do you play? <laughs> do you play anything? Did you Recorder. play anything? Okay. Okay. <laughs> so the whistle winners, which yeah. so the what is it? Whistle wetters. Whistle wetters. The whistle wetters. It's Roz, myself, Mocha, and Damn It Maury. Uh, Roz on guitar, me on drums, and Maury on the recorder. All singing. <laughs> <laughs> and Roz is the bad that one. Would that would be the worst. Well, what would you be, Maury? I'm the cute one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm the one that gets all the ladies. You're the cute one. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. All right. There you go. Uh, thank you so much, everybody. It was yeah, a yeah. hell of a week. We'll do it again next time. Heck yeah. Go and uh, make sure you rate, review, subscribe, share with your friends uh, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. We love ya. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com or on the KISS 92.5 app.